Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. To a free beer football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live, Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, pr927fm.com. And you can watch the show and be a part of the show on YouTube and Facebook Live. We will welcome in the chat gang on this Friday. And I uh, got a lot of guests to get to and a lot of content to get to as well because earlier today it was ECU Women's Basketball Media Day. So we heard from Coach Kim McNeil and the Pirate players. We'll pass along those interviews. We still have more to go from yesterday's Men's Basketball Media Day as well. So we'll hear from some of those players uh, on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Plus, Brian North will join us in about 25 minutes or so to get you ready for your sports weekend. We've got Tony Dunn from CarolinaCatChronicles.com. We seven nfl picks the panthers are on a bye so we won't have a lot of depressing panthers talk for you today we'll talk about the other teams and games going on this weekend and uh once again media day recap as well so we got a lot to do and we got some special guests in the studio i'll tell you about in just a second shirley rhodes is here joey is here the chan man is here oh yeah we have to recap chandler's well he didn't call it a date it was a casual hangout with a female friend last night. We got a full recap coming up on that as well, and we're, we'll tease that for later on in the show. Uh, but more pressing issues to get to as we welcome in the legendary coach, Kurt Kraft, to the studios, along with Billy Campbell, to talk about a great event going on here in Greenville next weekend. Coach Kraft, good to see you again. How you doing, sir? Yep, good to see you also, Clip. And uh, Billy Campbell, first time here. But as he uh, pointed out, uh, he has been a sports tribute AJ, so I do recognize you. I don't know how much we've interacted, but good to have you here as well. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. And Coach Kraft, your son-in-law is a regular at sports trivia. Yes, so worlds is. are colliding here. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to Greenville, North Carolina. Exactly. Everybody knows everybody some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Coach Kraft, uh, we'll talk about the yeah. big event coming up. So what do you guys have coming up in Greenville next weekend? Well, and I'll turn it over to Coach uh, Caldwell here in a minute. Um, it's Coach Caldwell. Oh, my goodness. I wrote it down I think you're thinking of, uh, uh, what's his name, Uh, Glenn Campbell. (laughs) (laughs) Earl Campbell, my favorite running back. My apologies, Coach Caldwell. You're good. But, uh, hey, listen, this is, uh, thank you for having us in. We just had a home meet here last week. Uh, It's our annual meet that we host at uh, Parker Overton's. But the conference championships is here. And the last time we hosted this was 2015 when we were in Conference USA. So we were up in the rotation, and uh, here we are again. But October 28th, uh, we got the men's and women's race, men's at 9.15, women at 10. So we're really excited about that clip. And what people need to understand is that, you know, we have hosted other conference um, championships here in the past. I think we did softball. I think we've done um, 
lacrosse maybe i'm not sure but we've done other events here but this is a big deal all the conference teams in the league are coming here so hopefully uh, you know we can showcase greenville and looks like the weather's going to work i don't want to jinx anything but um so we're excited about that and i know that some like in lacrosse florida is in the conference and other yep. how about for track and field is it kind of your traditional football conference stuff? yeah so all 14 um, yep so on the women's side there's 14 teams on the men's side there's 12 teams okay um so it's smu and i can't think of the other one that does not have men so gotcha. um, uab maybe yeah uab i think so yeah should be a good meet we're excited and Billy, you are the head coach, uh, cross country and assistant track and field coach. Yeah. Um, and so, what what all events will be going on next? Yeah. Weekend? So, um, you know, this is the cross country championships. Okay. Um, so there's two races that go on. This isn't an all day track meet where there's you know everything from sprints, jumps, throws, multis, distance. Right. This is two races. Um, the men will run 8,000 meters, so just five, like roughly five miles, and then the women will run 6,000 meters, um, which is like 3.75 miles, um, so just under four miles for the for the women. So where will all this running take place? Yep. So um, you know this is out at Parker Overton's property okay. um, at Lake Christie, so um, you know just outside of town, roughly 15 minutes from from campus, and you know it's a beautiful property. Parker's done a great job and um, done a ton of work out there for us. Um, moving trees and just keeping a beautiful property um, for us to race at, um, which is awesome. And this is uh, Coach Caldwell's second year. Mm-hmm. So he showed up in uh, 22 in August and hit the yeah. ground running. And as he has said, that the kids were moving into the dorms as he was moving into his apartment. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, he looks uh, maybe 17, 18 years yeah. old. Yeah, you are very young. Well, you've, you've come a long way yeah. in a short time, it looks like. And I, I've been here a long time, Clip, as you've mentioned. But, you know, anytime you have to replace assistant coaches, it's always a stress on the head coach. But you know, you're always looking for people that are going to be enthusiastic, that are knowledgeable, that are excited, that, that can connect with the kids. And, and Coach Caldwell has done that, has done a, an absolutely bang-up job here, uh, does a great job with the young men and the young women. And, you know, there's a little bit of stress that goes involved with this when you have a conference championship like this. You know, you have to set up a course. You have to make sure the course is accurate. Um, you have to make sure that you know, people are knowing what, you know, what they're doing. And, and Coach Billy has done a great job of taking the lead. And, um, you know, we're in communication with the conference as well as our own administration. So there's just, there's a lot of moving parts to this. So Coach Caldwell, what is your background in running? And uh, talk, talk about how you got to this point. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. Um, and, you know, I, I ran for the University of Pittsburgh when I was in, in college. Um, you know, So I have my master's and my undergrad um, from the University of Pittsburgh. So um, you know, obviously, big Philly sports fan, but also support support the, the Pittsburgh birds. sport teams yeah. as well. But um, no, so I yeah, I spent um, eight years in Pittsburgh. After I finished my collegiate career, I was a volunteer assistant at the University of Pittsburgh um, for for a couple of years, and then was uh, you know the distance coach at a smaller school in Pittsburgh, Robert Morris University, mm-hmm. um, before coming down here. Um, like I said, in August of last year. Awesome. So, um, it's been a lot of fun, and you know starting to feel like you know greenville's home and um which is kind of one of one of was one of my big goals of this year just personally is you know make this place feel like home and and really try to build something and 
Um, you know, I, I love it here. There's, you know, there's great places to train. The people are amazing. Um, you know, so I, I can't be blessed enough to be here. It's It's been a really awesome transition. Since he was a steeplechaser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what steeplechase says, you know, you go over those barriers. and Yes. yes. Barriers, you have explained water. that to us. Yes. Yeah. So there's barriers, there's water. Um, so it's roughly two miles, um, but there's five barriers, five hurdles each lap that don't move. Um, they're not like normal hurdles that if you knock them over, they, they get out of the way. <laughs> um, and then there's water after one of them, which is a lot of fun. So yeah, ran the steeple in college and, you know, have you know lucky that we have a couple steeplers here that are that are running pretty well so and i've I, we've asked you this in the past coach like how does somebody find out that hey I, i'm good at the hammer throw i'm good at the shot put mm-hmm. why that event for you why, yeah, yeah and so you know um you know growing up i i played a lot of different sports um you know played soccer played baseball basketball played played a little bit of everything growing up before i kind of found that running was um you know my niche and um yeah so I feel like I'm pretty athletic. I don't want to brag too much, but um, you know, I, I was oh, pretty athletic. Still go. I was, I'm pretty, sure. I was yeah. pretty athletic, and um, you know, in college, I you know, it was just something I hurdled a little bit when I was in high school, and um, our coaches are like, "Hey, you're pretty good at this, so let's let's try it." So yeah, that was kind of the how I got into to the steeple. So as far as training goes, mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming a lot of endurance running and yeah. conditioning. Yeah, Is there anything as far as lifting and, and stuff that can help you with <coughs> running? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we you know do a lot of different stuff right you know you know people think it's just go out and run every single day obviously yes that is a big piece of it you know our men you know at at the most our men are running close to 85 90 miles a week um you know our women on the on the high end are running 65 miles a week um you know and you know that's obviously a lot of mileage but there's a lot else that goes into it in terms of the um, you know, rehab that goes into it to the strength and conditioning. Um, you know, we have a great, you know, athletic training staff. We have a great strength and conditioning staff that, you know, works with us and makes sure that we stay healthy, um, you know, because it is a lot of volume and, you know, a lot of volume in, in one direction. Um, so making sure that, you know, we're, we're stable and a lot of other aspects is really important. Um, if that makes sense. How much has it changed over the years, Coach Craft? Or has it, like with baseball, there's the analytics and maybe you're training different today than you were years ago. How about track and field, cross country, I guess, in particular? Is it the same as it's always been? Or what what innovations have there been? Well, and as Coach Billy talked about here a second ago, you know, in the track and field events, you know, in the skilled events, the the triple jump and the hammer and the javelin and, and, and the weight, a lot of those are, those are skilled events. So, yeah, that does that stuff does change, but I think a lot of the stuff remains the same too. Yeah. You know, as far as you know what you're doing for conditioning, this, that, and the other. It's not a all one size fits all. Right. But mm-hmm. the skilled events definitely are constantly you know revolutionizing. Um, as far as what he does, yeah. Um, you know the training part of it and the mileage part of it. Um, you know, I think it's it just, does change, and you know, at the end of the day, training is just half the battle, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, every single team in the country is roughly doing. You know the same thing mm-hmm. right and and the thing that you know we talk about a lot as you know a team is it's more to us is you know let's simplify it let's just compete let's put ourselves in positions to race well let's be engaged in races let's be engaged in the workouts um and have confidence right it's you know it's an, it's a simple sport at the end of the day it's just trying to beat somebody and um you know let's try to take it back to you know playing on the playground and just saying i'm gonna go beat you to that tree like that's you know we try to simplify things and you know make it 
um, you know, not as overwhelming and, you know, talk the science. Yes, there's a science behind mm. training. There's, there's, there's a science behind what we do. But, you know, at the end of the day, it just needs to be simplified and, um, you know, have fun doing it, right? You know, for us, the culture and our program is something that's more important than any workout that we do. Um, and making sure that, that our group is bought into to what we want to do is important. Josh on uh, Facebook says there was a guy running behind an ECU van on Highway 13 this morning. Was that someone from the cross country team? <laughs> no, no, that wasn't us. We were, we, we were on the track this morning uh, doing like our final pretty big workout before before conference. Will we see those teams running down like uh, Charles in places at times? They'll show up on Thursday. They'll, yeah, so teams will start coming in mm-hmm. on Thursday. Good question. Um, you might see some teams. You know, we have our practice. There's going to be a practice time to go out to the course and mm-hmm. see the course on Friday. Um, and then obviously we race on on Friday, but I'm sure you guys see our, our teams yeah. running around every morning. And um, you know, thank you for not running over anyone. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. But um, no, there's like I said, there's a lot of really awesome places to train around here, um, and some really cool uh, you know features um, that that Greenville has to offer for us to to run at a high level. So What's these, the ideal? These, oh, okay, these kids are running more in one day clip than you act than you probably drive in a week you i mean se- tell me se- that yeah. 70 to 80 miles a day i know they're saying a, a lot of gas uh, yeah. running like that yeah um what's the ideal weather for running is it a nip in the air good do you like yeah, it when it's and, hotter like no and, and everyone's different right you know some people like it you know at a different level right you know i think greenville is an, an awesome place especially when we're in in, in, in schools in session mm-hmm. um and, you know it allows us to train at a really high level all year round um, you know, when I was in Pittsburgh, you know, we had to do a lot of stuff inside because it was so cold over the winter. Um, you know, and that's why I, I love it down here. Um, being here, it's it's one of those things where we can train at a high level and, um, you know, be outside and not have to, to stress on, you know, hey, do we have to throw a thousand layers on and, you know, try to run around, a, a, you know, little gym if that makes sense so what's the ultimate goal here if you win this event what happens yeah um you know obviously the the goal at the end of the day is to make the the national championship um you know obviously the american championships is a is a very important piece to to our season and something that we circle every single year um you know the qualifying for the nationals all comes out of the the regional championship. Um, so to make nationals, on you know, it's a very confusing process. Um, you know, as long as you're you're one of the top two teams in the region, you got an automatic bid, and then there's 16 other teams that make it at large um, based on kind of who you beat throughout the year. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, our focus is on the the conference championship here next week, and you know, we'll we'll take care of the the regional championship. Um, you know, once once Saturday is concluded. Awesome stuff. Uh, Billy Caldwell and Coach Kirk Kraft joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. So uh, my daughter was in a run club in okay. elementary school, and she has completed – she's completed two 5Ks. I was yeah. very proud of her. And, and that was a very – uh, fan-friendly event because yep. it was all of us parents clapping. Yeah. How about, is this a spectator sport? Yeah, you absolutely. Want people to go out there. Yeah, and- absolutely. You know, we we love the fans, and you know, when I when I was interviewing for this job or last summer, you know, one of the things that brought me to Greenville is the passion that the ECU fans had. Like, and I said this on my interview to you. Um, you know, obviously, I'm a big you know ECU fan now, but you know, watching, I actually watched one of the regional baseball games mm-hmm. against Texas um, when over the summer before I interviewed and you know it was just the passion that the pirate fans have and the support from the community is something that that I love and really brought me here and so yes this is a is a um, you know is a 
place where you can come watch the championship here, um, which is a lot of fun, right? You know, how we have the course set up, it loops back on itself um, a couple times. And so, you know, you can kind of stay in one place and, and see them come by five or six times. And, um, you know, it's a great, great atmosphere. Um, you know, it's free to get in. Um, so you don't need to, to pay to, to be out there. And it's one of those things where, um, you know, any of the support that we, we can get out there is is really, um, you know, a blessing for us. Have you been out there, Clip, to, to Parker Overton's estate? I feel Lake like Christ- I've, a Lake long Christy. time ago, I feel like I was out. I haven't been it's in a long time. Mobley's Bridge Road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go down, down in, uh, go down Fire Tower, yeah. go to the roundabout, yeah. head out um, Ivy Road and... Um, but it's in Grimesland. Yep. And, you know, his daughter was a world champion. Christy skier. Yeah. Correct. And there's two lakes out there. Yeah. But he's been generous enough to, make, to let uh, us use our, his property oh. and, and has done a lot, a lot of work out there and, and has, you know, you know, made it so we can run at a really high level, which is awesome. Uh, Coach Kirk Kraft, if you watch a sporting event, you might see Coach Kraft on TV if it's an ECU event. <laughs> if you go to it, you'll definitely see him walking around. I, I, we yeah. said this uh coach that you have probably attended more ecu sporting events than just about anyone well, you are at everything you know, and it's awesome and i well that's that's uh i guess testimonial to having grown kids and don't have to worry about you know raising kids at home anymore they're they're growing and gone but yeah i attend uh most of all the men's basketball games and women's basketball games and try to get to a volleyball match now and then and in fact they're playing now so that's what we do my wife enjoys basketball um, but I think it's important that we support one another. Absolutely, support the soccer team and support the lacrosse team and, and yeah, basketball. And, team. That's the beauty of this whole thing. And I and I truly believe that if you know we want to have success here as as pirates, it's it's not just one team. Like if we're going to have success, every team is going to have success. Um, and and we got to support one another. And you know you know you know if we go support them, they're going to support us. And that's that's something that I get really passionate about. And Coach Kraft, one of the few that has the guts to throw out a first pitch from the rubber, from the pitcher's mound. Are you going to be invited back this year to baseball? Oh yeah, that's an annual thing. There's no, yes. I mean, whether I'm invited or not, I'm going to go. <laughs> you know, I will be on that mound clip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've done that for the last at least three years, yeah. if not four, to promote our home um, track meet, the Bill Carson Invitational. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as I was watching other people do it, um, they were in front of the mound, yep. and, you know, on the grass. But if we're going to do it, let's do it right. That's why I <laughs> wanted to go from the rubber, and I think I've gone from the stretch, and I've gone from the windup. You throw so, strikes every time, um, Coach Billy. I have um, the one year I knew I, th- I I threw a laser strike, <laughs> but there's been a, a year or two when I've had to hop it in the in in the home plate. So, um, but the fact you go from the rubber yeah. is uh, that's that takes some guts. Coach. And I look them back. Sure, you first. do the whole deal. Yeah, whole you make deal. a a spectacle out of it. Yep, you're up in the press box am, watching yeah. the whole thing. I get. I'm lucky enough to announce you to the mound. And, yeah. uh, oh, that's you, right? Yeah, you're on there. Me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's coming up. I guess in uh, what uh, February, March. Uh, well, it's in, you, it, actually, it's April in April. Year. April. Yeah. Okay. First part of April. Good deal. All right. Uh, so next weekend, October 28th, the men will get going to 9:15. Women at 10 o'clock. Anything else we need to know, gentlemen? No, just you know, come out and support. You know, we're we're the group's running in a really high level right now. Our women coming off a win at the the home meet last weekend, and you know our men are running really well. Um, you know we got some really talented athletes. You know Alex Sawyer, 
um, you know, ran the third fastest AK in school history last week. And, you know, our women are running really well as well and everyone behind them. So, yeah, we're, we're excited and ready to go throw down next week. Uh, and, okay, and I was just, a, you know, in clip and closing, I'm just a believer in that. Um, as I mentioned before, Coach Caldwell was a fantastic job. When when this position opened, there was a, a ton of applicants, and he was at the at the top from the get go. So great. Um, he's done a great job with the young men and the young women. Um, is a competitor at heart. Doesn't like to get beat himself. So um, he's pretty intense. Pretty intense. So hopefully this will we have fun. All though. work out, you know, uh, next weekend, and we. Um, have a good team finish. Awesome. Hopefully you can get uh, Davis and Phillip and the yeah. gang back together yeah, at Trivia will. at AJ's yeah, one night. And you need to come with your son-in-law I, one Yes, day. yes. Tom has told me that you need to come. <laughs> I don't but... do very well. I just come to hang out. It's so. fun. It's yeah. a fun so time. So you guys run into each other? Uh, I, yes. Yeah. He, re- he reminded me. I have seen him before okay. uh, because he's been out there. Um, Tyler is asking tips for amateur runners. I've got one first, and then we'll talk to yeah. the coaches. My tip is to go to Fleet Feet. ECU alum Chris Lunyon owned and uh, operated locally here. They uh, have one-on-one service, the 3D foot scanner that measures your arch height, width, and more. They'll get you in the right shoe. Go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard. Proud sponsor of our Fleet Feet Rundown. Uh, so how about for amateur runners out there? What do you say, Billy? Yeah, you know, I think the the biggest thing, and you know, something that we talk about with our team, is, is just consistency. Don't feel like you got to do anything more than you're capable of. And you know, just get out the door, right? If we can get out the door every day and do a little bit, um, and and just build it up slowly, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be good and and enjoy the process. So, I'm proud Coach. of your daughter. Yeah, man, yeah. That, that was really cool. Awesome. That she was, and you know, how old is she? She is uh, 14 now. Okay, junior. Um, junior so she high. is a okay. uh, freshman at South Central. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but she was in the Creekside Running Club. I want to say it was years ago, and and I uh, really she enjoyed that. Now? Uh, she is not currently, but you know, might get, get back into yeah, Boyd it. Lee. They run out there at Boyd yep, Lee. Yep, that's where it was. Yep, and boy, there was a lot of folks running out there. Yeah, a lot of kids running yeah, out there. Hi, uh, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, can we get an update on volleyball? By the way, while Coach Crafts here. Because he would be there if he wasn't here I, right now. I probably. just I just retweeted it on our our reexed it um, on our social media, but they won three sets to one, nice. so awesome. they are still atop the leaderboard. Wow, that record eight yeah, and two, that. I believe it was eight and two in the conference. Nine and two, now. nine and two. Excuse me, eighteen and four overall. Yep. And they are trailing SMU, who they have to play next week. So that is going to be a huge, huge matchup. Is because that at home? Uh, that no, I believe is... it's on the road. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. SMU Friday, November 3rd will be Oh, it'll be here. They play Rice Rice on the road. Rice on the road. Okay. Yeah, so there's only it's it's only a one-bid league when it comes to volleyball, so that's a big, big matchup. And the way they've got it set up this year, there's 14 teams. There's the East and a West, but then you put the two together and then Mm -hmm. there's just a and yep. I, th- I think we're fourth right now behind Rice, SMU, and Wichita. I know SMU oh, has only one loss this season. Yep. We've got two. But, so. man, what a year for Coach uh, Augustine and his group out there with volleyball and uh, soccer as well. Soccer picking up a win. Yes, they beat SMU <coughs> last night. Um, they are they have clinched a berth in the tournament. They have the regular season finale coming up on Sunday. I believe it's 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. They play uh, North Texas. They'll finish out that Texas swing and then they'll come back home. Charlotte. Uh, 
Yeah, and then they uh, take on Charlotte. So, uh, congratulations to uh, Coach Gary Higgins as well because yeah. uh, the the soccer team has been playing really well. And Maeve English, I'll talk about this all day long. Let me tell you something. That is one heck of a goalkeeper. If you don't know who Maeve English is, you need to go and check out an EC women's soccer team because she has, has she has saved that team more times than than I can count because she she is phenomenal. D.H. Conley Pride. Yeah, right D.H. Like Conley Product. We've got a few in our team. Ariana Crumpler's from D.H. Conley and um, a couple of our runners are from no South Central. South Central, yep. yeah. Good yeah. local flavor, though. I like that. Coach Caldwell, like you said, uh, one team wins, we all win here yeah, at ECU, absolutely. so that's great. Coach Kraft, Coach Caldwell, nice to, uh, nice to you. see yeah. you and good to see you again, Coach, and good luck next week. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thank you. All righty, we'll uh, talk to you again down the road. There is Kirk Kraft, Billy Caldwell joining us here to kick off Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. We'll take a break, come back. Brian North will join us, and we'll have Chandler's date update. I know everybody's wanting to hear about that. We'll have that for you. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space. And also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a free beer football Friday with some hoops mixed in. A lot to talk about on today's show chan is here chan man what's up chan hey clipper good to see you you too man i got brian north on the halloween express live line but i don't want to make people wait too long oh my god i think we got to do it right now with brian north joining us north how you doing man doing good i was about to say all you guys look like a biff there on the radio but now you got me intrigued about what's going on i gotta ask you about biff uh here in a moment so yesterday um I had a little, I had a fun event last night where I uh, hosted trivia for the young professionals of Greenville Pitt County. And uh, in the past, Chandler has come with me and been my Vanna White, kind of helped out. I'll give him a few free beers, free pizza. So he he enjoys it. I asked him if he wanted to, ha- to go with me last night. He said he had something to do. And Brian, uh, in, in conjunction with that, he walked in yesterday with a fresh haircut, had the beard lined up, everything was looking good. So I was like, wait a minute something to do i mean chandler loves hanging out with me of course i do but this was something more important than me new haircut i was like wait a minute what are you doing <laughs> and uh he had a uh, uh, something uh, with a little lady friend last night 
It was just. It they was, said it wasn't a date. It was just a casual hangout. A cash hang. We had a great time. Wait, whoa, whoa! Before we, we gotta, we gotta walk into this. <laughs> you're, this, you're crawling into. We're it. not gonna run into this. You gotta, you gotta go slow. All right. You so married and you're talking to here now. Yeah. Slow it down. We're living vicariously through you at this point <laughs> in our lives. All right. So um, you leave Pirate Radio. What happens? Um, went and got a pizza from Familia. What kind of pizza? Pepperoni. Okay. Extra Classic. pepperoni. Classic. Um, then I went to the house. Yeah. She came over. We had... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going too fast whoa, here. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Slow down. Dude. Hold on a second, man. Why are you speeding through? Off the bridge. <laughs> Did you change clothes? What'd you wear? Casual clothes. Such as? Basically what I had on for work yesterday. Which was? Shower. Did you shower? Yeah, did you shower? Yes, I did shower. Po- See, there we go. We need these details. Post work shower. Did you Ben Stiller that thing from uh, from the Mary movie? <laughs> Something about Mary. Um, not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, did you put the same clothes on you had on after your shower? <laughs> no, no, I didn't no, want to no. say okay, that. Okay, well, this is the details we need. <laughs> so you you just put on a new pirate radio costume, basically a new work day. It was the oh. East Carolina baseball shirt. T-shirt? Mm-hmm. Hmm. This was cash. Mm-hmm. Were you wearing, like, uh, nice nice shorts or, like, gym shorts? Gym shorts. Whoa, super cash. I told you it was cash. Yeah. I told you it was cash. Was she okay with this cash level? She was fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she comes over. Mm-hmm. Do you greet her? Is there a hug at the beginning, or God, dude, a handshake, or right, you dab each other is, up? This is ridiculous. Is that too much? This is ridiculous. Dream. Oh, doors open. This is ridiculous. Why can I not just say that we had a great time? A great. Time. We had a, we had a great time. What'd you watch? We didn't watch a movie. We just sat there and talked and wow, drank, drank a few adult brews. Okay. Um, had a great time. No, I, like with go, the TV hang- off. No, that, like there was something in the background. There's music playing. playing I mean, there's got to be something for the awkward pauses. No, 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 no. There, there's music playing in the background. What'd you talk about? That, all right, I'm not. That's a I, great question. I'm not going to get into it. You're not. Uh, oh, okay. just casual stuff. It was casual. What kind of music? It says he's asking That's a good question. God, yeah. y'all asking too many questions. That's a great question. Who cares a damn about the music? Where, where in the house were you? Were you in the living hold room? On, the hold kitchen? on, hold on, no, 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 One at a time. One at a time. We got we got a lot of people tuned in right now that are interested in this. My mother came to Pirate Radio today, and I'm sorry, Miss Pam. I'm sorry I missed you. My that mom has upset me today. Never comes here. She comes in. She talks to me and Shirley. She says, "Where's Chandler?" And I was like, "We don't know. He's out. He's working. He's a hardworking man." And she said, I wanted to ask him about his date last night. People are interested. It in was great. Miss Pam, if you're listening, it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. Now, what kind of music was playing? Uh, we're, So there was some Post Malone. <laughs> wow. I don't know. A little know. bit of con- 90s country. Okay. And what was your other question? Bit of a shuffle on the playlist. I just want to know, like, the location. Was oh, it yeah. Like, where were you? Dining sitting? room, kitchen, outside. Kitchen area. Bedroom. Kitchen area. Yeah. So okay. not the bedroom. No. no. Okay. All right, look. Brian, you got any other questions? This is a radio show, Joey. You have a roommate that would have interfered at all in this I think he had. Would you ask if he had roommates present? Yeah. Were y'all alone, or was there no, anybody else? No, roommates were there, but they were in the room. Okay. Yeah. And then they came out casually to go to the, you know, go to the refrigerator or something, use the bathroom. Jamie said, 
Jamie says on YouTube, you get a haircut and shave, but wear a t-shirt and gym shorts? The, the, the haircut just so happened to happen on the day. So that was coincidence. That is a coincidence. This is all blown out of proportion. So this is the first one, right? So she's going to allow this. Actually, this was number two from what I gather. Yes. The second, uh, man, we got a lot of questions about the first one, too. <laughs> I got a question. Will there be a third casual hangout? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is it planned already or? Yes, next week. Yeah, all right. What day? Do you have to know? I mean, Tuesday. I don't have to know anything. Tuesday. Tuesday. You right. don't have to answer any of these questions, but people are curious. Turn around time. Turn- I want to shake his hand. Yeah, we want to know. So, okay, that gives a little time to breathe, Brian. And, you know, you don't want to yeah. see each other too much too soon. So, I th- I, that's a good plan, man. I'm happy for you, dude. Okay. Are you calling and texting every day? How many times a day? That's a great question. Uh, yes, every day. Have you texted her today? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry you're uncomfortable. This is, this is to get real, but man. you understand. This is so bad. Y'all have got to stop. People are interested in your I life. I don't give you a are, damn. You are a I public do not figure. Care. You're a public figure. I do not you care. You signed up for this. This fame and fortune. This is I what do Kobe- not care. Talk to North about sports. Talk to North for the reason he's on here right now. And that's talking about a one in five football team playing another one in five football team. Did you have did you have sleeves on your shirt or were you like Biff? <laughs> <laughs> it was a cutoff sleeve with no, the, the V neck. No way. No. <laughs> and a visor. Oh man. That's uh all right. Wait, Andy, can we ask Andy's question? He said, so sparks flew, emotions ran high? How would you answer those questions? Uh, Andy wants to... These are our listeners, man. It was cash. It was cash. All right. Very cash. We'll move on. What time did she leave? (laughs) (laughs) Brian is a great interviewer. That is a... Brian, you're really good at this. You're really good. I I don't have to answer any of these questions. You don't have to, but what time did she leave? <laughs> not you you don't to. have to tell us, but what time was it when she left? We get a time frame. Like a <sighs> okay, uh, how about this? Was it nine o'clock? Say earlier or later? Later. Ten o'clock. Jeez. Ten o'clock. Right at that time. At breakfast after she about ten thirty. Was the breakfast involved? <laughs> no breakfast involved. <laughs> oh man. This is a disaster. Chad said, Chan, don't get so touchy. Some of us have nothing else going on in our life. We want we just want to hear something good. Exactly, Chandler. Yep. Your life is fascinating to us. Isn't Chad married? Nah. Oh. <laughs> I'm married and I have nothing going on in my life. Same with Brian. We were all there once, man. We were all there once. And look what happened to us. I just want you to remember that these conversations with brian when you hear the screaming kids in the background <laughs> just remember that when you're on these uh casual hangouts yeah. right? mm-hmm. all right brian i think uh oh tony sorry i was ready to move on but tony oh Collins. hell no get him the hell out of the studio it comes, it comes he's, he's the worst i just <laughs> i just want to know after what number cash hangout can we get her on the Halloween Express live line? <laughs> now that might be a bridge too far. That might be. That's a great question, though. But all right, so we're moving on. Thank God. All right, we're moving on. Thank God. You're all right, buddy. Thank you for being so open with us, Brian. I think um, 
and i'm not the only person that has said this this week i think we're starting to to like biff a little bit what do you think about biff i like biff before one he's the rich friend that acts like he's poor <laughs> hang out with that guy right jed so, clampett or whatever right yeah, right yeah Beverly hillbilly uh, look he is a likable figure who takes accountability i think all we ever want in life is for someone to just say my bad my fault i'm sorry we love those people and so here's this rich guy who dresses like a bum who just always says hey it's my fault we'll be better and you just it's relatable you love it. how can you not love someone who's just uh imperfect in every way but perfect with all those imperfections i will say it's like easy for him and we've talked about dilfer to to say whatever the heck he wants because if he gets fired who cares he can just find a new hobby so he is playing with a safety net that like a mike houston and other coaches aren't right for the most part no and, and yeah of course and doing it with different with house money all that money that most coaches take it and put their own bank account. He's probably not even taking any of that money. He's probably <laughs> redistributing it to other places at yeah. this point. So, but that works, right? And that's it, it. It it hasn't worked yet, but this is his first year, and uh, you hear people rumbling that saying, "No, watch. Start looking in the deeper lines of this. Don't look at the record, but watch what this program is doing here." And, and he's he's changing the culture right now. And any time you get a non traditional hire like that, you kind of. Uh, side eye it and say okay what's the what's the end game here what's the long game here so yeah it's not so much about this year for him they are struggling right now didn't score a point against navy but does it end up working out it's pretty fascinating how about this saturday does it work out for east carolina brian can they get their second win of the year yeah boy they need to at this point right i i think when you're talking about these two programs and where they are and ecu's kind of on that you don't want to say a downtrend but from what they have been the last couple of years uh, they're the ones who really are going to be a little more desperate for this. Again, Charlotte's playing with a little bit of house money right now, not as much as expected of them, and they'll be on the road. So I think for ECU, I mean, you've got, what, six games left, and five are against teams that don't have winning records. So at this point, most of them are 3-3, three and three, but uh, this is the second half of the season when not as many people are paying attention now that you're 1-5. and five. Uh, Now is where you got to kind of salvage the season and figure out what you're doing and what you have uh, – uh, so, no, I think this is a, a really big game for ECU as far as where the future of this football program is going. Brian North joining us. Halloween Express Live Line. It is Greenville's premier Halloween superstore right next to Target. Halloween Express. Get shopping today. What are you going to be? Uh, Brian, it is Hall of Fame weekend, and uh, we had a Hall of Fame edition of Pirate Radio Live yesterday where we talked to Rod Coleman, Seth Manis, and uh, Miss Debbie Charles, wife of the voice uh, Jeff Charles, who was going in, Justine Allpress also going in to the ECU Hall of Fame. And man, uh, Hall of Fame time really makes you feel old, right? Rod yeah. Coleman, Seth Manis, those names going into the ECU Hall of Fame. Yeah, all guys I covered. In fact, Rod Coleman, when I first arrived here in, in uh, September of 1998, he was on that team and was the sack meister and that big old head of his and uh, went on to play in the NFL for a while, but he was just a terror along the, the pirate defense when I first arrived here. So I'll always remember Rod Coleman. He was a, a force. I think the first game I ever watched him play, he had like four sacks. So um, definitely a guy I remember well and, and good to see him getting into the Hall of Fame. And of course, Seth Manis covered with the ECU baseball program. And it's always kind of interesting how these Hall of Fames go. Are you really crowning them for their achievement of what they did at ECU, or is it because they had good pro careers afterwards? And Seth Maynard's had a really good pro career. He, look, he was great at ECU, don't get me wrong, 
but he had a nice uh, pro career, especially with the Cardinals going to a World Series and, and uh, was always super effective. So uh, always great to see him go in. And, of course, Jeff Charles, I mean, you know, everything's been said about him. And so glad they're honoring him so quickly. And, and um, I still would like to see a few more things done around the stadium. Uh, yeah. his I'd like to see the painted purple somehow become a daily thing around ECU. On the uh, what did you do after your ECU career note, I remember Rod Coleman from the Raiders and the Falcons. I did not realize that we had talked to him yesterday, and I was looking up his uh, bio. He was an all-pro uh, one year, yeah. Brian. So uh, certainly had that post-ECU success. And uh, he said, mm-hmm. I asked him, is it weird to flip on the TV now and see the Raiders playing in Vegas rather than Oakland? And he said, well, I live in Vegas. So it's <laughs> so he, uh, not a bad place to live, I reckon. But uh, he said it was a little strange, but being that he lives in Vegas now, uh, it's not as strange. Yeah, and uh, no, he... he... I wonder how many career sacks he had. It had to be somewhere close to 50, I would guess. So, um, no, he had a nice nice pro career. I mean, it's never as long as you want it to be, and it didn't end as, as great as he wanted, but yeah. he put up some pretty good numbers for, for several years. Brian North joining us. Brian, uh, the Blitz coming up tonight. What games are you keeping an eye on for this Friday's edition? Let's start with, with the interest in your backyard and your D.H. Connolly Vikings. They have to beat Newburn and then beat South Central next week if they want any chance of getting an automatic playoff spot. But if Newburn wins tonight with all the controversy they've been through, if they can go into Hollywood Crossroads and win, they clinch themselves the top four A seed out of the Big Carolina and they get that playoff spot. So that's one big one we're keeping an eye on. Hey, can we do a fake, just to get a little temperature here, fake uh, high school football line? It was like Newburn minus eight. What would you say? Oh, I'd say more than that. Okay. Yeah, the way they're trending, I'd say it's probably like 17, 18 is what I would probably do. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> Conley's dangerous, but they just they just can't stop anybody. So um, we'll see what, what Isaiah does tonight. But, um, uh, you know, we're just in that one. Obviously, the game of the century this week is, is undefeated East Duplin traveling to Wallace Rose Hill. It's always a legendary matchup when they play, and that'll be for – uh, their conference title, you've got White Oak and Richland for the Coastal Conference title. So those are the real big ones we're focused in on. We've had a few games moved to uh, to Monday already for the fear of a few raindrops tonight. But um, I always tell people it's not the players that don't want to play in it. It's the fans who don't want to pay money to watch football in the rain. And that's why they move these games when there's a play yeah. rain. Uh, there you go. Uh, Chandler, any questions for Brian? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Brian, anything else for uh, Chandler? Uh, just, just keep an eye on our boy. He's growing up here, but you'll notice when he starts uh, changing the way he, he dresses and the way he combs his hair, you know that she's got a hold of him pretty good. <laughs> Brian, thanks for joining us. You guys are welcome. See you next time on the live line, Love Line. <laughs> love Line. The, the Halloween Express Love Line. Brian North joining us here on a Friday. Chandler, come on, man. You know, people are interested in this. People would rather hear about that than ECU football right now. That's that for dang sure. So I, I, I want to say thank you for being open with us. Are you upset? Why? Did you not think this was going to happen? Are you not going to speak? <laughs> this guy and you gotta leave too right what time are you leaving about 20 minutes <laughs> you haven't given me your picks i'll give them to you 
I can't believe you're acting like this. I can't believe you're surprised that we asked you about last night. I was going to lead the show off with it if Kirk Kraft and Coach Caldwell was, was, wasn't here. I'm surprised you didn't have to ask me a question. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Jamie says, don't, John, don't pout. Life is a mystery, John. Did did she hear? Take you? a break. <laughs> Take a damn break. Take a break. Gosh, you're scary. All right, we'll be back with you. Wrap up hour number one of Fire Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Wally's 2 Kettle Corn in Winterville is where you can find the tastiest popcorn around. Make it a movie night at home with Wally's 2 Kettle Corn. They have over 50 flavors to choose from, including classics like cheddar, caramel, or Chandler's favorite, Better Butter. Or specialty flavors such as Chicago Style, Wintergreen Mix, and MJ's Cheesecake. Wally's 2 also caters if you're hosting a party or event, satisfy your company with delicious popcorn. Check them out on Facebook or stop by and see Wally today on Fire Tower Road across from Sam Jones Barbecue. Wally 2 Kettle Corn, make it a poppin' day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Shirley Rhodes, Joey, Tony Dunn will join us coming up in a little bit. Chon to my left. Had a big day today at ECU Women's Basketball Media Day. I want to hit. Uh, I want to hit this while Chandler's here. Our girl Micah Dennis, former Pirate Radio intern, was there. <laughs> First time we've seen her in a long time. Charlie, do you have these loaded? Yes. Um. So I was like, hey, let's uh, let's bombard. So we'll, we'll do one-on-one interviews, but let's bombard Micah and ask her questions about why she doesn't like us anymore and see what she had to say so here's our chat today at ecu women's basketball media day with micah dennis here with micah dennis first question why did you leave us and follow up why don't you like us anymore i love you guys honestly i love you guys um but no i've been really trying to get into broadcasting so i found my found my opening and hopefully trying to explore that a little bit more was it me or chandler <laughs> be honest we are joking and we saw what you're doing with ecu and you're doing a great job so um how about getting back on the court then what's the uh, the focus been like there um it's been good i'm excited honestly i think everyone kind of is just waiting so we can play an opponent other than each other um so everybody's pretty excited i am definitely to get back on the court so yeah we'll see what happens all right and uh we miss you micah and we wish you the best. <laughs> Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank See you. Ya. All right. There's our chat with Micah Dennis. I love how serious she is, even whenever we were trying to joke with her. She was like, yeah, I'm in the broadcasting world trying to 
do something there <laughs> uh she is really nice and sweet we love micah dennis and i, I mean i could definitely see her in this broadcasting world once her playing days are over because oh, she's no doubt. talented and and i remember the first day she walked the one the first day she walked in here i was like man she's very shy she's very quiet but once she got on the mic, I was like, man, she's like a natural at this. And she's been a, doing a really good job, I think, with what, ESPN Plus mm-hmm. and the production over there at ECU. So that definitely got a career in broadcasting whenever it's all said and done in basketball. Yeah, we are certainly rooting for her. And we'll be uh, we'll be her biggest fans during this basketball season. Absolutely. Clamp down. Jamie says uh, she needed more mic time. She took her talents to get more mic time. Maybe so. Maybe we should have had her on the mic more. Instead of Danny Beal running his mouth all the damn time. God. Like, like Billy Weaver. <laughs> Don't shut up. We got Danny's picks today, Joey. We do have Danny's picks. All right, good. Danny's picks are in. Uh, Chum. I'm in the process of giving you my picks. I hate that right there. Oh, I was like- trying to do the... Uh, no, I like how you do it. I, I appreciate you doing it. But I was trying to highlight something today with the phone. Mm-hmm. And every time I try to scroll, it makes a line and I yeah. can't figure it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's a phone issue. No, it's a user issue. It's a me issue. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm an idiot. But all right, uh, wrapping up our one, Chandler. I'm gonna send you the video of that guy in the courtroom that goes, "Your Honor, I'm sorry." Oh yeah. To the victim, I'm sorry. <laughs> to Chandler, last segment, I'm sorry. So uh, I apologize to you. That's all right. Are we Apolo- okay? Are we Apolo- okay? Apology accepted. All right. We're good. Everybody's yep. good. Good to hear. All right. When we return, Tony Dunn is here. We'll do a little Panthers bi-week talk and uh, focus more on what is going on elsewhere in the NFL. We've got our picks. We've got more from ECU men's and women's basketball media days. We've got uh, Bud Light giveaway in hour three. And more on Pirate Radio Live Free Beer Football with Hoops Mixed In edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you, talking NFL after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Chrissy's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink this ECU football season. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. And if you like brunch, Christie's has brunch every day, Tuesday through Sunday. For the latest information, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit them online at christieseuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint at Christie's Europub today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer football with hoops mixed in Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Tony Dunn asking me right before we came back on the air, did the Phillies win last night? 
I will answer that question uh, for everyone. No. Uh, they lost to the Diamondbacks, walked off uh, last night. So it is two to one series lead for the Phils. They play game four tonight, eight o'clock on TBS. Game five between the Astros and Rangers coming up today, tonight at 507 on Fox Sports One. That series tied at two games apiece. Astros have found their bats. Who are you rooting for? Nobody. Nobody. Anybody but Philly, I guess. But it's hard to watch when your team's out of it. So Okay. And my team is out of so it. So is mine. Yep. Wasn't in it. <laughs> Never in it. Can't be out of it. Uh SMU and Temple playing tonight, by the way, on ESPN. Was there an American game last night? Did I see Rice put it on somebody? Let me check that real quick. Because <coughs> I believe uh I saw JT Daniels and Rice. Yeah, 42 to 10 Ouchie. over Tulsa. 342 yards, two touchdowns for JT Daniels last night. So the Owls all over Tulsa. Tulsa is on ECU schedule. We'll play them at the end of the year. And it's uh, been a rough year for the Pirates, Tony Dunn. Yeah, well, it's been a rough year for anybody that lives in Greenville <coughs> that likes sports. Pretty much. Uh, including your Panthers, who are on a bye. Uh, the Panthers doing something that Chandler called for a long time ago, as Frank Reich will be handing over the play-calling duties to Thomas Brown. Is that the name? Yes, yeah. yeah. Is this a, hey, you do it so they can blame you instead no, of me no, situation? No, I don't think so. Um, one of the things is he said that this was going to be part of the plan is moving, uh, passing the play calling over to Thomas Brown at some point. I don't think he expected to do it under these circumstances. I think this is, we got to jumpstart something somehow, right? And this is really about the only thing that we can do to do it other than firing myself and firing everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sadly, I mean, we're all kind of, a lot of people are divided on this. I th- I think this is that Thomas Brown just got Frank Reich fired. And the why I mean by, what I mean by that is if Thomas Brown does well and all of a sudden there's like life in this offense that wasn't there and it looks managed better and Bryce Young looks more comfortable and there's a downfield passing attack, then it looks like Frank Reich was the problem and unimportant and in the way. If they continue on the trajectory that they are, I mean, I don't think it's – Wild to think that Frank Reich and them could be one and done. So Man. it's like to thread the needle on this to where you save your, like he would have to do just good enough. Bryce would have to do just well enough. And Frank Reich would have to show that uh, maybe stepping back and managing the team would be better off. Now, look, as we speak, Nick Sirianni's on television, my paisan right there. And he stepped away from play calling or, but I don't know at what point it was in the season. Was it at the end of the season? Was it going into a new season? And Frank, like, so it's kind of a weird situation. I think, though, and I know that it's easy to say with hindsight how you should do things. It would have been safer for Frank Wright to potentially make Thomas Brown the play caller from the beginning. Here's your answer, Tony. Sirianni handled play calling duties during his rookie year. Uh, handed that responsibility over to Steichen, the the Colts coach, Steichen, whatever his name yeah. is, in the middle of the 2021 season. Was that his second season? And then? he finished uh, the as the play caller, 22 and seven. So. Right? Was he? Was that his rookie year that that happened, or was that his second year that he handed it over? 2021. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if 
Frank Reich would have started. It would have been easier for him potentially, or at least um, I think it could have. Sh- shielded him from some of the criticism that Thomas Brown was the play caller from the beginning and things went poorly, then he could say, I'm stepping in and taking over. You know, it's kind of wild to say I'm an offensive coach, I'm a former quarterback in the NFL, I want to call plays, and then I can't do it. Uh, that was his first year. Oh, wow. 2021. So there Very is similar. a precedent yeah. for someone doing this in the middle of the season and it not killing them. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, now, now we're talking about you know, they won nine games that first year and then were amazing the following year. So uh, it sounds like you're saying it's a no-win situation almost. For That's what Frank I Wright. feel like. And I'm just wondering, what does Frank Reich have to do now to what, – Clip, what do you – if the Panthers and, – and I know that you're not a Panther fan, but you talk with me about them every week. What do you think is the number that Frank Reich has to win to not be a one-and-done coach? <laughs> you know, it's like, is it – if he goes two and fifteen, I mean, is uh, do you just rip the bandaid off? Yeah, I don't. Like, I how don't, do you? Argue? I don't think so. God. But it is really bad, way bad. Yeah. What's frustrating too, watching the uh, the Aints last night, is you are three a games couple back. wins away <laughs> from like being in the thing. And we should have beat them. We should have yeah. beat the Falcons early on, or you could have. Yeah, I know. And then, are we going to be in that stupid Ron Rivera discussion at the end of the season where it's like, man, we can make a push for the playoffs late. We're only <laughs> two games back. It's like, oh, we're the old we're, false hope. We're five and we're five and what ten? Yeah. Five and ten, and you think you can back into the Win playoffs? These last two, oh, we could do gosh. it. I don't know. You got Tampa do Bay at home on the last, in the last game. So Washington was O and then. This is the 2002 season when we had Marty. 2001. But they were like 0-5 and, and played the Panthers. LeVar Arrington had a pick six, and it turned the whole thing around. They went from like 0-5 and to 5-5. Five and five. Wow. And it was uh, just a crazy year, and they ended up around 500, didn't make the playoffs. But if like, the Panthers win seven games, dude, then everybody's get, like happy. But they got the Texans next, right, which is very winnable. And then the – is it? The Texans are playing yes. great. If it's not winnable, then you don't have a winnable game. Texans at home should I think be the winnable. Colts is more winnable. Okay, fine. You got Maybe. two winnable games. Maybe. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, probably. Well, no, all your division games are winnable. <sighs> We're a get right team, dude. Yeah. Teams get right against us. Get right. Uh, uh, but there is some news about the Panthers, right? You, you did something to annoy me, too. What I do? You want to talk about that first? Yeah, the news. sure, sure. Now, I am not in the depths of Panther talk on social media like you are. You guys know the pulse of the fans. You interact with the fans. You see stuff I don't see. But I feel like this is a straw man thing, Tony, and straw men things bug me. Okay, okay. You tweeted, why do people feel obligated to bleep on Thielen? I mean, damn, no one advertised him as Calvin Johnson. He's been the best player on the team. Was this one nobody troll crapping on Thielen? Why are people crapping on Thielen? He's been amazing. There's a large contingent of people that say, well, Thielen is only good because of volume. And imagine if we had speed for Bryce Young. That's what they go. They always say is, imagine if Thielen was fast. Imagine if he was not 33. And they may, there is a group of people. First of all, they don't like him because of some things we won't say. But, uh, 
They just preconceived him as being old. And then they pre He is, which is even more amazing. I what know. He's doing. That's my point. There's a lot of people who are dumping on him. You said, imagine if we had somebody faster, whatever. Imagine. I didn't say that. No, no, they that, said that. I saying. was responding to those people. And my response to their response is, imagine if he wasn't on the team. You'd have like four passing yards. I know. <laughs> and the, the thing is, is that like everybody's like, well, what are you thinking you were going to do? This is your Adam Thielen, your number one. And my, my thing is this, is like nobody advertised Adam Thielen as being at the peak of his game. But we did believe, or at least the Panther brass did, and what exactly what he's turned out to be, that he was a savvy veteran that could be a good contributor and, uh, you know, kind of a mentor and a leader to some of the other wide receivers. And to a young quarterback. Yeah, and so I think this is everybody just is infatuated with this number one, right. number one, the number one, yeah. and separation. And, you know, as what I think is that Thielen is – a better version of Ricky Pro than he was when he came to Carolina. Came, you know, because uh, Pro came. The problem late. is though, as far as when, like you didn't have to count on Pro, like you did, you do Thielen. True, true. I like, mean, we also went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, because you had Moose and yeah, Smitty. But I mean, we didn't think we were going to do. It. I'm just saying this is that why is it that people got to say, well, it's just because he's getting far. I, That's I, crazy I think he's played well. I think yeah. he's played well. That's it. Yeah, I. And, so how and did fact, I annoy you, Clip? Because I thought that was a straw man thing. I had no idea that, that there were a large there were idiots out there that actually felt that way. Yeah. Chandler was disappointed because we were talking about Thielen's success, and he's like, nobody thought he'd be the number one. And I said, well, who, who was going to be the one? And he said, Chark, maybe Mingo out of nowhere, like somebody, or at least shared the love. But it's been a lot of Thielen, and not. I a thought lot we of were going to just have a bunch of twos. Yeah, and. Um, Chark has just been miserably bad. He's really? not. And I don't know. It's so hard to, when you're this bad, Clip, when everything is going wrong, it's hard to pinpoint who's being bad and who's kind of getting thrown, the baby being thrown out with the bathwater. Because like you're like, oh, I don't know if he's playing well because we're not connecting. And so Bryce has missed him on some shots. But... I just started to sound like an ECU football chat here. He is so fast, but he can't get off the line. Like I don't know how can you be how can you be six foot four, run a four four, and never get past anybody? And it's like a route running thing. I think he's just not good. So his Madden attributes are like ninety nine speed, forty two acceleration. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's just you know that little jibber thing they do off yeah, the yeah. line. He just doesn't know how to do that. And I think that hopefully with Thomas Brown coming in, that they're going to get him in motion. Did you watch? Well, you probably didn't watch the Miami Dolphins versus the Carolina Panthers, but Tyreek Hill is Tyreek the freak. He has got a cheat code, but they put him on motion in a play, and he was running full speed. It was like a XFL play where they get to run or a Canadian, Canadian football. Yeah, yeah where they, he had a full on head start, and it was just his legs were churning so fast. He looked like the road runner out there. And so if Shark can't get off the line and people can jam him up and, and he can't, like, slow acceleration, maybe we can get him in some motion. There is some Panther news out What's there that? other than Thomas Brown, and that is uh, T. 
teams and the Carolina Panthers potentially shopping Dante Jackson on the trade block. Um, and maybe I saw one person, uh, this is not a confirmed report, but that it might have been the L.A. Chargers that are interested in him. And also, Terrace Marshall Jr., the Panthers gave him permission to seek a trade. And I'll always love this when an organization's like, man, go get your own trade. And you know that two weeks ago, uh, against in Detroit, he was our leading pass catcher. All right. And then uh, the following week, he did not play a single snap. And uh, at what <laughs> then they asked about this in the press conference, and they basically forgot he was on the team. Terrace Marshall, he was like, man, we just we thought he was hurt. We forgot he was there. So now somebody said on the show last night, we had a, a kind of a bonus bi week show. Somebody said, man, they forgot to try to trade him, so he had to go get his own trade. <laughs> That's kind of sad. He's I just know. got a poor the guy. Got to speak up. Yeah, they forget when you they forget you're there. That's, uh, yeah. that's not good. Um, how about Brian Burns? Do you need a trade? I was listening to a, a, a radio show out of I think it was out of Charlotte. I don't even know where it was, but they were saying that he they believe he's going to be trick or treating in a different city by Halloween. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Is that right now? I just don't know how the Panthers are going to. What do you do? Like, how do you? At some point, you got to have some players in the future. But if they're not going to pay them, you should probably get some assets. The the team that people are speculating, the Ravens, though, and they've heard that a first and a third potentially was offered for them. Or I don't know if that's an offer. It's just some Twitter rumor or something like that. But I guess the Ravens are trying to make a push in their division since. You know, Cleveland is kind of yeah. floundering without Deshaun Watson, even though they were able Whoa. to upset the 49ers. Defense and this is amazing. Yeah, and Pittsburgh is, you know, not Pittsburgh very good and this Cincinnati year. are 500. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean for our bet if Burns gets traded? Do we just count the sacks on his new team? Yeah, if you're comfortable with that. So yeah. we have a, He's not a Panther, technically. We have a Young and Allen versus Burns and Brown sack contest. Oh, God. Contest. Well, you're winning. Yeah, I'm up right now. How? I'm pretty sure I'm up like a sack and a half. The wow. first week was Young not doing the anything. The first two weeks, the Commanders didn't really. Oh, their sack players didn't really get that much. Well, action. Young didn't play the first couple weeks, right? Or at least the first Payne, week. Payne had one for like. Wait, do I have Payne or weeks. Allen? You got Allen. No, you have Dayron Payne. I got Payne. Oh, I got yeah. Payne. Okay, all right. Anyway, no, Young has actually looked active out there. He has yeah. not like impacted a game yet but um, he's getting pressure I've, yeah. I've heard a lot of that he's starting to look like i thought he's looked pretty good also somebody who's on the trade block speaking of brian it's the truth he's, it's, you can look up nfl.com i will i will show, show me the will trade block and his name on it <laughs> sounds like a actually i'm nice uh i thought brian burns one of my all-time favorite ecu basketball players is sam hennett charlotte native so he loves the panthers and hornets and all that but I've seen back-to-back weeks where he's tweeted about Brian Burns. He said, Max Crosby is who Brian Burns wish he was. He wrecks <laughs> havoc every play, not just one play when we're already down 20 points. And then last week he said, we call Brian Burns' name today, but he won't $30 million. I like when one guy gets mad at a player and just goes <laughs> just after him constantly. So Sam Hennett is done with Brian Burns. 
Yeah, it's a, it's kind of wild. I mean, at first it shows you why you try to get paid before yeah. the season, before you get hurt, before this. And then in the very first game of the season, it looked like he was on pace and a trajectory to really um, to make an argument for $30 million. And now, um, he's you know, he's... The thing with Brian Burns that drives me nuts is this, is that he's a very, very good player, but he's not a game wrecker. Yeah. And so I know everybody goes, well, he's never had anybody else on the other side. And 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 all these things do matter for defensive players to have a team. Like you shine when the rest of the team is actually causing pressure and you can take advantage of it when you're the only guy. But he's not – and I hate – you know – do you do you compare players to in the to the past like yes like for me is like you you've got to be like Luke Keekley's going to be the standard forever Cam Newton's the standard yeah Peppers <laughs> and I'm just like he's not Peppers dude because yeah. Peppers could do everything he could drop back he could bull rush he could sp- and well, I, I think when you're talking about contracts and that much money and uh, cornerstones to your team you can compare them to the past you can compare them to TJ Watt and Miles Garrett and those guys now yeah. is he on that level he's a very good player but I think he's right outside the elite you know is that those guys that impact the game regardless of situation you know is regardless if they're getting double team and I feel like Kelsey is this type of guy you know it doesn't matter they bracket him Justin Jefferson I know that these are offensive players but no you're right like we go into game who are the same who are the Chiefs receivers you're that nervous about everybody knows it's Kelsey and you're all watching him Justin Jefferson is a great example because he makes contested catches with three guys on him, and he's out now, and you see yeah. how that's going to affect the Vikings. Exactly. So. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make some picks. Week seven already of the NFL still to come. We've got our Bud Light Free Beer Friday giveaway. We've got some ECU men's and women's basketball media day interviews to get to, and uh, the chat gang as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. We're back with, back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Sidebar is the place to be this football season in downtown Greenville. Get your team together for dinner on the patio or inside. Starting at 5.30, Tuesday through Saturday, or take a break from work and enjoy the tastiest foods around for lunch Thursday through Saturday from 11.30 to 2.30. And on Sundays, enjoy a delicious fall brunch from 11 to 2. Make your reservation today by calling 751-0151. Follow the Sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville for more details. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's uh, head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Got our Bud Light giveaway coming up in hour number three. Case of Burr. And the Bud Light pregame tailgate coming your way at 10 a.m. Saturday as we'll get you ready for ECU 
and Charlotte. Two o'clock kickoff. We're with you after the game as well on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. All right, uh, let's make some picks. Tony was not here last week, but sent in his picks and uh, had a great week. Yeah, yeah, man. I needed it. So uh, right now, I have 58 wins on the year. Danny and Joey have 53. Chandler and Tony, 51 on the season. Here comes my run. Um, Did y'all watch last night? I did not. Yes, I did. I fell asleep early and I followed the end of it. Um, uh, By the way, nobody cares about other people's fantasy teams. I'm in bye week hell. And also, on top of that, Trevor Lawrence was, like, questionable. Did you I, not start him? I decided to start Gino. Oh. And Trevor had 18. He had nothing, really, until that last uh, that little pass yeah. and run to Kirk. But uh, ETN had all the action two weeks in a row, I think. Seeing a lot of Derek Carr stinks talk. He's just okay. He's the same exact player. Yeah. He's the same exact player. He's good on some plays and then not that great overall like it just doesn't come together i mean the average they he had slightly above drop touchdown to tie the game up at the end and and the guy right off his fingertips (laughs) so um you know one thing though that was wild is he ran on this one play and i was like man that guy can got some wheels tana wheels (laughs) man cars how about Dak the other night? Dak's running touchdown. Dak looks so immobile to me, but he made that he play running. And he also, remember the one he threw to Pollard for the big catch and run where yeah, he kind of yeah. got out of trouble? He looks so uh, stiff, yeah. like you said back there, but does just enough to get it done. So, anyway, thought about that when talking about mobility. Man, I tell you, the Jags, the did everything in their power to almost give the game back to the Saints it felt like I mean there were some wild two punts one was um his player his own player pushed another player into him and the ball hit his own player Saints recovered there and then there was just this other one but this poor guy just gets crushed back there man what a dangerous place to be looking up at the sky and then having all of these men running full speed at you. If they make a mistake, ugh, it's yuck. I think yep. this guy's name was Agnew or something. And you have rules to protect you, but guys still hit punt returners early every every game. Yeah, speaking of that rules to protect, I was at the SMU game uh, for the East, East Carolina SMU last Thursday. And oh, yeah the halo rule and boy pirate fans just did not understand that you can't do that <laughs> should be able to they were like he didn't touch him <laughs> he didn't touch him and you're like man he did actually and he's calling like fair catch i feel like the jags are a very quiet five and two and i think part of that is they won two games in london and unless right, you're paying right. attention early, yeah, you, don't, like, you don't even remember or you don't even see highlights of those games. I don't, I don't do the early football. I am not a Californian. You know, people on the West Coast, they, they are making breakfast and watching foot, the one o'clock. Yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy. Like 10 o'clock. I, I don't know how they do it. I, I hate can't. it because it's a, it's a scary feeling when you didn't set your lineup the night before. Yeah. Yes. Get, man, there's a 9 a.m. game. I hope it didn't ruin something. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It happens. All right. Uh, let's get to week seven. And we have uh, Browns Colts. What is the quarterback matchup in this game? I think it's Gardner Minshew versus i think Deshaun watson well we got to see what he practiced yesterday limited in practice so i guess how he's feeling but he is such a 
jerk, man. He took that $240 million and said, I don't want to play with any pain. He practices in full. Uh, I'm going to say he plays. Yeah, I mean, he needs to. Browns at Colts. I like Minshew a lot more in relief than I do starting. I've made that clear. i tell you this, show. is you don't want Minshew against this defense. I'm going Browns. Uh, Browns uh, look pretty dang for real uh, defensively right now. Uh, Browns. Yeah, Minshew hasn't Colts. been able to win, really. Minshew. <sighs> Um, not a Browns believer, but if he have Watson back, I don't know why. I'm going to take the Colts. Mm. Don't know why. Tony's taking the Browns. All right, Joey. I'm taking the Browns. Uh, Danny is taking the Colts. Do I got to tell you Chandler's or you got Chandler's down already? Do you have Chandler's? Yeah, I got him. I got him too. So Chandler has the Browns. Yep, Chandler also has the Browns. Who's taking the Colts? Just you and Danny. All right. Uh, Bills at Pats. My goodness. Uh, this is pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, the Pats. Pats. No, I'm just kidding. Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills. You know, and they're starting to they're starting to hit their stride now, I think. Yeah. A lot of talk about the Dolphins for good reason, but Bills aren't going to go away in that AFC East. And I think, spoiler alert, I'm going to take the Eagles to beat the Dolphins. If that's the case, those teams could be tied, and the Bills have a win over Miami. It still feels like the Dolphins are on another I level. I can't get the, the Dolphins place. right. Every day, they can't win the big game. Well, they've, they've lost one game. That's the big one. <laughs> and you got it wrong. <laughs> All right. Everybody's taking the Bills? Yep. All right. Raiders at Bears. Now, this is the quarterback is matchup. Tough one. Uh, is it Hoyer? I thought it was Bajant versus, like, is it McConnell, O'Connell? Oh, God. I forgot Fields isn't playing. Yeah. Oh, yuck. <laughs> it is a super yuck game. I'm going to take, I guess, the Raiders. I am too, but oh, it don't. Nah. Neither side feels right in this game. Uh, uh, Chandler's taking the Raiders. And then I'm taking the Bears. Okay. So you're taking the Raiders, Tony? Yes. And who's Danny taking? Danny's taking the Raiders. All Did right. we, by the way, get Ixnade on playing that clip? Um... No, I mean, we could practice. You know, I just played off my phone. What, who, what, uh, when we get to the Ravens pick, let's play it during the Ravens pick. All right. You said Raiders clip? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Commanders at Giants. By the way, last week, Commanders, easiest pick of all time. Ron Rivera, three losses in a row. Oh, yeah. Coming off a loss to the Bears. Just super easy pick. Uh, they beat the Falcons. So is this one, I think. I think they win again. Yeah. Commanders, all three of us over here. So you gotta go Falcons. I mean Giants. <laughs> nah. Oh man. Daniel Ever. Jones is questionable. Yeah, he's not playing. I'll take. He the has Commanders. not been cleared. But before. this is gonna be ugly. This yeah. is gonna be super he ugly. Not like the full support from everybody else. Nah, he doesn't like when they're supposed to win. Exactly. I hate him as a favorite. Gotcha. I hate him as a favorite. I loved him as a dog last week. They're a favorite this Who week. Who did they play again last week? The Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah. Desmond Ritter, three interceptions. He's not the guy. I got right? that pick right. Is he the guy? He's not. Does not seem it. <laughs> no. Falcons at Bucks. Speaking I, of the Falcons, I got the Falcons. Really? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't like either one of these teams, but I I really don't like the Falcons away from the dome. So I'm going to take the Bucks for that. I reason. think I'm going to go with the Bucks too, but I don't like it. Danny's also on the Bucks. The same with Chandler. 
All right, so Joey, I love is, it. Two islands is I love on it. Bears Island and Falcons Island so far already. Can't wait to brag on Monday. <laughs> Lions at Ravens. All right, we'll play this clip once. So if you can't hear it, good. So this is what Tony. I don't NFL even know Network. who they are. Yeah, Tom Pelissero. Oh, okay, is he is he the one yeah. talking? Yeah, I think he is, uh, and just has an unfortunate. F- phrasing and words when talking about Justin Tucker here. Let's see if we can hear it. There's still some of those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a 60-year-old 60-yard field goal. (laughs) 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 Only going to play it once. If you missed it, sorry. But just... uh, Uh, You should have seen the guy on the show with him and he's trying not... (laughs) <laughs> it is Halloween season. Go to Halloween Express, uh, but the ghost of Justin Tucker. Uh, yeah. Is that a costume? <laughs> <laughs> it's in a huge box. <laughs> no, it's one of those things you put on the front yard. Like you got a giant pumpkin. Oh, somebody near our house has a really cool uh, thing from the Adams family, yeah. the hand. That looks really cool in the front yard. Nice. And then right beside that is Justin Tucker <laughs> doing that. So. <laughs> Tony, I'm taking the Lions on the road against the Ravens. Oh, man. Because the Lions are for real. They are for real. For real, But for I real. never believe in the Ravens. And it always comes back to bite me. Can the Lions win back-to-back road games like this? Well, if you take the Ravens, you'll be on an island. Really? Yep. I mean, the Lions are they're 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 playing defense to go with their offense. They are playing defense, but I'm gonna take the Ravens. I, I like that. That's not a bad island to be on. Baltimore at home. Yeah, yeah. I'll see I just always I feel like I've just been disrespecting them, and they've been quietly good. The Lions, the, the Lions no, or the, Ravens, the Ravens. Yeah, I've what, been too into the Lions. What are the standings in that division right now? So the Ravens are four and two. Steelers are three and two. We'll get to their game in a moment, which is up for grabs. How are they? They're like the worst three and two team ever. They are. Cleveland's three and two, and the Bengals are three and three, but they've won two in a row. Yeah. They're surging. Yeah. They're so, still back. I don't they're, know about surging. They haven't been awesome. They, they they played a snoozer against the Seahawks last week. But we'll well, they don't play this week, so we won't talk about them. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get the 4 o'clock games. Uh, best game of the 1 o'clock window, definitely Lions-Ravens. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a great I game. don't have a game to watch, so I think I'm just going to watch that. Uh, by Sing the way, without the Panthers on, we do get Commanders-Giants on local TV this week. Nice. You're welcome. You don't everybody. have to go anywhere. Nah. I think I'll still watch Red Zone. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make uh, the rest of these selections when we return. Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live on a Football Friday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. That's what I get for leaving my microphone on. Hey, welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. 
from maximizing opportunities to minimizing risks. Uh, Towns Insurance Advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck. The Buck has the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And they have a weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, it is Hall of Fame weekend. And Eastern North Carolina Hall of Famer, Brian Bailey. just walked. Brian Bailey is a Hall of Famer. He's in like at least one Hall of Fame, maybe two. Uh, he just walked in the Pirate Radio Studios. His Cowboys not playing after a Monday night win over the Chargers this week. Uh, Chargers will be playing in the... Well, there's two candidates, Tony, for the best game of the 4 o'clock window. I guess it's Chargers-Chiefs, but Steelers at Rams feels like at least a close game, competitive game. Not as visually pleasing, probably, as Chargers-Chiefs. I don't know. I mean, the Rams are kind of a sneakily good team this year and fun with yeah. puka and they got the coolest names of course they got cup thank you they cup got, coming back and having two great two great weeks hopefully can save my fantasy football season this two two atwell is a yeah. fun name to say puka Nakula. did he didn't he used to play uh baseball in greenville two two <laughs> that would be two two moy and uh, that would be like 20 35 yeah, years yeah. ago so once again another local reference from uh from tony Dunn. I man it's a local radio show i mean it's what very they're here good for point. very good point cardinals at seahawks i'm gonna go seahawks off a loss and i'm playing gino this week yeah seahawks as well by the way holt naylor's released from the practice squad but Maybe the Seahawks said, don't lose our number. We might go back. And, uh, wait, what do we got? We got signing them back. Do you have news? Or, no? Can we say it on the air? All right. Brian Bailey has been told that that Holt Nailers will sign with the Seahawks again on Monday. Just got to wait until they play the game. The yo yo (laughs) continues with, uh, with old Holt, but, uh, Shirley had similar, uh, sources saying something uh, that hey stay in seattle don't leave i know you're sleepless in seattle right get a now. cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. Head yeah, over bailey to... said it perfectly he said holt sleepless in seattle there you go there you go all right i'll take the seahawks tony will take the seahawks how about everybody else, everybody else took the turn your mic on brah everybody else took the seahawks thank you speak with your chest brah joey you seahawks uh, you hanging out with us tomorrow joey I will be here all day tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what I he like said it with enthusiasm. All day. So excited. All right. Wait until Calm that post game show. I'm super excited. Is we having a watch along too or no? Nah. No? Not tomorrow. But we will have one coming up because Bryce Williams wants to be a part of one. So that'll okay. be fun. Well, let's all make do for Bryce. Why shouldn't we? You got a problem with Bryce? No, but I was like, what if I wanted to watch you? Would you be like, sure, like, let's have one? You Probably haven't not. asked me. Why are you setting up a fake scenario to be mad about? <laughs> I'm just waiting to be asked. I'm <laughs> sleepless in Greenville. <laughs> we should do a Panthers watch party for a game. No, sure. Let's, I mean, I won't be here. <laughs> I won't be here for that one. Can't get anybody to show up for it. 
Steelers at Rams. Mike Tomlin really good as an underdog. Yeah, but on the road, nah, give me the Rams. I kind of want to take the Steelers. DB took the Steelers. I took the Rams. Chandler took the Rams. Okay, Rams. Rams. Steelers. Does feel like a trap. I'm taking the Steelers. All right. I mean, just think of all the terrible towels you're going to see in that stadium on Sunday. I mean, they're used to it. Yeah. I feel like the Rams... But the Rams have more fans than the Chargers, right? Or is it the same? No, not after last week. The Chargers have more no fans. fans. Huh? How do the Chargers have any fans after the last week? The Cowboys had all the fans the other night. Yeah, but they kept going oh, to that, that one, one lady, uh, Marianne they, they had to pay the lady. No, that's, that's, not that's not true. That's true. It's a crisis. That is act. totally true. It's not true. They went. She went on Pat McAfee's show. Yeah. She's a diehard Chargers fan. They and got then, her in some Vikings gear. Oh, Tony, you made me mad another they time. They got her too. in some Vikings gear, and it came back up like, oh, she is a paid fan, but her son plays youth football for the team called the Vikings. So she wears a Vikings jersey to her son's game. But then there's this awesome discussion going on the internet as one person says, sure, somebody with a high-definition camera that's got a, that can go on Pat McAfee in the middle of the day that doesn't have a job, clearly not a paid fan. <laughs> then, and then it showed another where she was at her son's game and the people in the background on the field all look like they're in their 30s. And they're like, that don't look like kids back then the internet always wins but speaking of the internet you, you tagged me on the post of the guy from jail doing his picks that's fake <laughs> i know that's not is. fake that is fake that's real you don't believe so that's everything. what you were mad at me about yeah i was mad no he actually hit him he actually hit a parlay Tony, when i say i'm mad i'm not i know mad. i know you're not i think mad, it was like week two or week three he actually hit like a 16 parlay. how are they fake. recording it's real it, how are they because, cl- you know, closed well, circuit well because now uh like what I have to do is my uncle. You can do Zoom when they call you from jail now. Oh, yeah, they can like. That's do how Zoom you talk to your. But uncle. he was yeah. not yeah. zooming though. His phone. He was on the phone. Well, well I don't know. I, I wonder the if they're just monitoring them. Yeah, his uh, jail phone doesn't have a Zoom app on it. It is like a. It was, <laughs> well, it's like a screen. It's the same thing from uncle. It's a, I can you see him, what? but he's talking it's, through he's a phone. Like this. He's like, bro, I hit this awesome parlay. When I get out of here, I need you to hit me that with that clip. <laughs> There's y'all. I, here's my problem. I don't believe anything. Oh so, no, yeah. you shouldn't believe and any. But you can also just choose to like. I things. don't believe the story uh, behind uh, the parlay. He hit a parlay, and apparently the parlay was just enough for him to hit Bond, and now he's out. But I don't that believe that. Thirteen thousand dollars. He needed ten. <laughs> he needed ten, dude. And then it was like one was on Liberty. <laughs> I thought that oh, was really? awesome. I didn't even know. So, is there multiple videos of this guy? He does it every week. So, all right, baby, the parlay, the fifteen hundred on his parlay. <laughs> Oh, I got the Browns beating the Panthers this week. <laughs> Man, it's awesome. Uh, uh, I mean, you got to just choose to lean into it sometimes, Clip. Well, the first time I saw it, I was like, all right, I'll give it to him. I mean, I didn't believe time, it either. There's two times. Two different videos? That's what yeah, I'm, at. I'm He saying. does it every week. How does he do it every week? He's in jail every no, week? No, because he's he in He gets studio. one phone call to, I guess, his, <laughs> his baby mama or something like that. I just like, like how this is like, they get you know, the monitors in the calls and my man's place bed. <laughs> I guess It's like legal in my state. Though. I was going to say, like, if you are talking to somebody in Vegas or whatever, is that legal? Like, yeah, he could proxy? live in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. He could be in jail in Vegas. 
I, maybe I'm upset because I don't see these before the games. Like, let yeah. me see this guy that's killing it before. Cliff's just mad he didn't hit his right. part. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you showing me this on Wednesday I guess three I days a, later? Well, maybe if you bet from jail, you would have more on the line. You'd be betting with more. That's um, what I'm interested in. How does he see the line movements? Where is he getting the spreads from? What is he looking at? <laughs> oh, up? man, people got to go. And why isn't he just paper? placing it on the book in the jail? There's got to be a jail right. book. Yeah. 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 He, like, he specifies, 20, like, look, on FanDuel, on FanDuel. <laughs> 27 <laughs> cigarettes. I was going to say, <laughs> that one is not for oh, thousands of dollars. It's for, like, stamps. extra toilet paper. Stamps. Yeah. Like, that's how they do it. It's stamps. Yeah. Four, bu- four books. Grocery <laughs> money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know who jail guy has for Packers Broncos, but that is the next game. And what a stinker it is! And we've got Packers all around over here. By the way, the Broncos are o whatever and one against the spread this year. I don't think they've covered in a game if I saw that correctly. They and they're just like getting worse. You thought how can you get worse after you got hung, how the Dolphins hit hung seventy on you, and then they're just like losing a bad. I'm gonna go with the Packers. I don't have any belief in the Broncos right now. The Broncos are going to win this game, though. I think they might, too, and I'm also taking the Packers because I love when Sean Payton loses. Yeah, hate his face. Hate his face. Uh, who y'all got over there? They're all Packers, 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 Packers. Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs. I kind of want to do my crazy pick of the week here. And this is the pick the Chargers. Yeah. You know, I tell you, one thing is they do need crisis actors after <laughs> that stupid team. Are you going Chargers? <clears throat> I knew something stupid would happen in that Chargers Cowboys game, and it was uh, we were talking about the crazy punt situation where they the guy for the Cowboys thought it hit the Cowboys returner, so he went and dove for the ball. They gave it right back to the Chargers, and uh, anyway, the Cowboys ended up winning. I will take here's my crazy pick of the week. Give me the Chargers. I got a little bit of playing around to do because of the uh, I got a five game lead picks like this so we can pick up yeah yeah everybody going chiefs i guess all right interested to see where y'all go here dolphins at eagles i said it earlier in the week i'm taking the eagles and i saw today why is that like a big deal they gotta be favored it's not a big deal i said it earlier in the week are you okay (laughs) i'm not making a big deal about it lane johnson and Devontae smith on track to play i saw (sighs) Danny has the Dolphins. Chandler has the Dolphins. I have the Eagles. Oh, man. I'm going to go Eagles. I like, but but I love the Dolphins. Like, my Dolphins are kind of my team, but I like the Eagles this year, too. But they can't win the big game, according to some guy named Tony Dunn. Well, they can't win the big game. Now they got a chance to win a big game. So you're going Eagles? Yeah. Okay. Eagles at home, and they're coming off a loss. I, I love mean, Mike McDaniel. Though. Me, too. He's so awesome. Yep. Wish he was my coach. Yeah, like taking bong hits on the side. So having PF philosophy discussions. Crazy. He is, dude. <laughs> he's not doing that. Yeah, he's like hitting the vape. Yeah. And like, yeah. He said, yeah. <laughs> uh, PFT commenter from Barstool. Really funny. Um, so when they do their, they're watching the games and they show Ron Rivera on TV. Every time he says, don't talk, Ron. Don't talk, Ron. Don't talk, Ron. <laughs> and it is so funny. And uh, because every time Ron Rivera's on TV, he never speaks. And they're starting to say, <laughs> can he talk? Is he mute? Because he just stands there, arms crossed, With never his. says anything. Yeah. And we learned that during the Bears game at halftime, they were like, so what would you say to the team? And he said, oh, I just let them talk. They got to figure it out. <laughs> I, we're worried like he, he forgot how to talk or I, I don't know. 
with his big ample chest but, his uh, arms folded over PFT his big ample chest tweeted out that that's uh, 42 times in a row he's been shown on television during a game <laughs> and not said a word <laughs> it's uh, true. 49ers at Vikings uh, 49ers anybody want to take the Vikings nobody nobody uh, let's do Super Bowl contenders how many teams can win the Super Bowl right now uh, the 49ers, the yes. Eagles, the yes. Dolphins, yes. the Bills, the Chiefs. Lions. <laughs> the Lions. Um, a six. Are we actually putting them there? I am. I think they can win the Super Bowl. They can win the Super Bowl. Yes. No, does they your list. If they won a playoff game. Does your list end at five? Yeah, I think it ends at five. I'm putting the Lions in. Y'all not, are y'all putting the Jags in? No. Are you putting the Ravens in? No. No. So your list ends at five. Ours is so at six. nobody from the AFC is that North. Nobody from the North. Nobody from the South. And in the NFC, nobody from the South. Definitely nobody from the South. And uh, you got some other representatives. Mm. Cowboys. No. Maybe. Cowboys? Why? Maybe. Divisional round exit. Yeah, I mean that's what's likely going to happen. Yeah. All right, so we're at five, and Tony and I are going to throw in the Lions. For yeah, six. definitely. The Lions are way better than you get, you're giving them credit for, Joey. I think they're a really good team. I just don't see them doing it in the playoffs. Yeah, because they haven't been to the playoffs in 30 years. Exactly. They so won. I can't say that they're going to win the Super Bowl. They won. Yeah, but <laughs> Super, the Super Bowl. But, like, Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and are Wayne. long gone and not on the team anymore. And have not. Exactly. You just made my point to you. What does that have to do with anything that they hadn't been there that long? This they is can a, bite their knees. It's 2023. Their, I, the roster that they have now, I think, is a good roster, and it'll get them to the playoffs, not to the Super Bowl. Mm. Could have home field advantage. Lions versus Chiefs. Oh, we did this the other I day, got Tony. Goff's girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> we did this. Is, she, is he still no, with her? Uh, if it's Lions versus Chiefs, Taylor Swift is in the crowd. I've got the Swifties. Oh, we did gosh. this the no, other she's day. She's the most overrated. My son is a Swifty. All my kids are Swifties. It's terrible. I do feel like... Uh, She's just like mid. Tony, you're yeah. too old to say mid. It's like 10 years old. I'm like way... It's, I, is it's it her, really? It's right up my alley now. I feel like mid's always been around since your generation, for they're sure. Not, no, uh, no. I don't remember they can't, mid. mid. Once the kids... Now is like uh, the kids are saying Riz. Oh yeah, we've talked <laughs> yeah, about we've that. We've had a segment about that. <laughs> so Ken Tony, and pause. Tony's got kids in the house that are cool that pick up the lingo. Yeah, so and then and I'm like, uh, and then they look at me like, Dad, you're a dummy. Yeah, I like to throw in one of those words. To, so is there to really no way just to piss her off? Is there really no way of like staying connected into the current generation? You feel when you have kids. Like you just can't keep up with that. No, anymore. and you should no, try. Mean, even if you do, and you, you should try. You think that. no, because no. they're going to think you're super lame. If you yeah. can act your age, I think they'll appreciate it more than if you try to use their. Uh, no, you got to just not talk. That's what they want you to do. Just they that want you true. to be Ron Rivera. <laughs> this is how my I wish my dad was Rod Rivera and he just let us talk <laughs> kids you just go talk and figure it out I don't know Joey how do you feel about what if does your dad use cool words I mean he tries and yeah like the, like I'll correct him and stuff but I mean hey, there they, you go when they have trouble Zoom. speaking English like come on <laughs> <laughs> they don't uh, somebody gets lost in translation alright Tony what are y'all doing with no game this weekend I am 
gonna relax and watch football. How about your C three conglomeration? I'm not. We we decided to take the week off. Good, weekend you off. deserve it. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> enough like, is enough. Yes, exactly. All right, fair enough. Uh, we'll reconvene with you next week. Sounds good. And uh, talk to you then. Thanks Let's for take me a up. break. Coming up, hour three. We've got ECU men's and women's basketball media day recap. Check in with the Chad Gang and our free beer Friday giveaway. Case of Bud Light. It's all ahead. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and coming soon on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. And Pirate fans, did you know there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Well, Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DIAL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Freeboot Friday is on, rain or shine, and uh, looking better than it did earlier, so hopefully... It'll be nice out there. And Sean Kingston will be performing. And I know I said this, um, told this mini story earlier when it was announced he was coming. He'll be here tonight. Uh, But when I think about Sean Kingston, I think about uh, Mr. Robert, a man who I was uh, around a lot growing up uh, at the barns in the fields and all. He uh, farmed with my father and uh, was a really, really great man. And the summer that song came out, I guess we'd be at, we'd have the radio on under the barns, or you jump in a truck and somebody else has been in there, and they turn it to the popular music station. And Shirley, you know how during the summer, like at any time, there's like a song of the summer, but there, it's oh, like yeah. the same five songs over and over again, almost. Oh yeah, they play it to death. And, yes, you know, it, you can't appreciate the song because they play it so much. And there's no way this guy, Mr. Robert, was listening to Sean Kingston on his own time, so he only heard it while he was uh you know working a a work day around us and some younger guys and uh he said they were playing it one time and he got to that part suicidal suicidal oh yeah 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 and he said i wish he'd go ahead and blow his brains out so they stopped playing this damn song Oh no, Mr. Robert, rest in peace. That was really funny uh, when he said that (laughs) and i always think about that when i hear but you remind me too shirley that um it's not just beautiful girls. What's the other popular one he had? Uh, somebody called 911. 
Shorty fire burning on the dance floor. Oh, so yeah, he'll get the crowd moving tonight. Yeah, Some yeah. Popular so hits. yeah, he's got a couple of he's had a couple of hits and uh, and uh, looking forward to it. Unfortunately, I can't go out there tonight, and I'm like, Pat Cone, the one time Sean Kingston is going to be here, and I would love to go see him perform. I unfortunately have other obligations I have to take care of tonight, so I will not be able to stay. I have to go right home after uh, the show, so I'm just like, man, this sucks. He I must have uh, gotten started early. He's he's uh, he's 33. What year did his uh, was he at? Like mid 2000s or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Try to find his uh, his big hits. Beautiful Girls was 2007, so that's 16 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, he was like 17, 18. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, okay. He, so when he, he made a really big hit, he was really young. Yeah. All right. There you go. Anybody in the chat game talking about Sean? Uh, Ryan says, no lie. My friends and I used to crank Sean Kingston as a joke to get pumped up on Saturday mornings at ECU. Bummed I won't be there tonight. There you go. Uh, All right, then. Eric says, you're way too beautiful, girl. (laughs) Uh, Sean Kingston in Greenville. Did a duet with... um... What is her first name? Bettingfield. Her first name, uh, Natasha. Natasha Bettingfield. He did a song with her, too. Um, Is she the one I like a lot? Yes, that's the one you girl? No, no, no. That's Nellie Furtado. Oh, Natasha Bettingfield is... Um, Oh, God, I'm terrible at this. Unwritten. The song Unwritten. Yes, love her. Then I started thinking about, is it Vanessa Carlton with the Making My Way Downtown? No, 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 no. Who is that? make it oh no that's vanessa carlton okay yeah. but she didn't that it, she wasn't the one i was referring to all right natasha bettingfield is great unwritten fantastic song where's joey at with the pop culture joey do you know who sean kingston is or are you too young sean kingston your way to beautiful girl yeah i love that song when it first came out and then they just buried it yeah, I. That's the one thing I do not like about popular music stations is when a song gets big, they just it's like once an hour for like weeks on end, and it just you you get burned out by the song before you really have a chance to appreciate it. Uh, Ryan says "Take You There" was also a big hit by him. Yeah, uh, that one's not ringing a bell to me. I, I'd probably know it if I heard it. The one uh, to now that, and I guess this song is new because when I'm with the girls and they they're playing their popular music station, I always hear it is the Miley Cyrus song where she talks about she was young. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, when we were, when we were young or something like that. No, I it think was that's like a- uh, they said I was crazy i was just young or something like that. Some yeah effort. i Sing think it. the title of the song is called when we were young or something just young yeah i don't know yeah you don't know that song <laughs> no i just want to hear you sing <laughs> oh uh he did any meanie any meanie yeah yep um he did uh oh 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 it's a me love Oh, okay. You don't know that one Wait, either. So he did that song. So he did uh, like Led Zeppelin, Dire Maker. No, no, no. It wasn't Dire Maker. It, it, it's yeah, but called, that's the beat you were just doing. Yeah, but it's it's me love. Look it up. No, I believe you. I'm saying that is a Led Zeppelin riff. 
it is a Led Zeppelin okay. riff, but yeah. I'm trying to find the daggone uh, Steve has a trivia question. Which WWE Hall of Famer was the first ever cut by the Carolina Panthers? Mm. I think I know it. Wait, maybe I don't. That's a good question. My guess is Bill Goldberg. Is it Bill Goldberg, Steve? Who is it? Because Goldberg was with the Falcons, though, right? I don't know. Okay, give me one second. I am trying to find um, the... Not interested. Uh, will, you, will you give me a minute, please? Oh, I'm giving you all the time you need. Alright. Wait, that's beautiful girl. Yeah, that's beautiful girl. Okay. We know. Oh wait. That. Oh shoot. <laughs> well, we no, got that. I was trying to find me love and I thought I had found it and then I was just like, oh How about Okay, you here it is. Find me some meat love. Here here it is. Here it is. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on one second. Let me This is gonna be awesome. Okay. Listen hold to on. the crowd. It was his uh, duet with Justin Bieber. Oh, God. Shouty. Let me skip. Did you hear the girl scream? So that's uh, that's pretty much eeny, meeny, but... Um, and then I'm trying to find the me love because you would know that song. The more uh, I hear, the more I'm uh, not a fan of Sean Kingston. <laughs> Gotta be honest with you. You are. I, I, I'm trying to find a live version that I can actually use because of the fact that you know YouTube and all that stuff. You Jamie know. says that's awful. I agree, Jamie. Well, sure. Yeah, he's doing the. Uh, Led Zeppelin, yeah. Yeah, that's me, love. All right. Chris uh, on YouTube says, staring at the blank page before, before you open up the, the dirty window. window. Let the sun illuminate the words that you cannot find. Reaching for something in the distance so close you can almost taste it. Yes, that, that one. And that's all he typed, so I had to stop singing. <laughs> that is a great song. It is. It is a great song. It, uh, it, it, it's, a good, it's inspirational. Release your inhibitions. Feel the rain on your skin. No one else can feel it for you. The rest is I still mean, unwritten. All yeah. that. Chris said, now let's do Torn. <laughs> Open up the dirty window. Let, Let the sun illuminate the words that you cannot find. Reach it for something in the And I can do Torn now. Release your inhibitions. Feel the rain on your skin. What a song. What a tune. What a great tune. What a great tune. Here on a Friday. All right. Y'all want to hear Kim McNeil or y'all just want to sing songs? I think the chat gang would rather just sing songs. (laughs) My inspiration has run dry. That's what's going on. Natalie and Bruglia. This is how I feel. Yeah. Ryan Great says, song. Clip, I think you have a future in the music industry with that voice. <laughs> I'm sure that the music industry is really clamoring for a 41-year-old fat white guy. That's what moves the needle. Maybe they can put some makeup on me and uh, get a cool skater cut. 
I mean, what's you know? I mean, this is just karaoke for us. Uh, we got Shane on YouTube saying we will rock you, Thunderstruck. He wants some uh, some rock. Oh well, guess who controls the music on this side of the board, there, bub? Ryan says uh, the Bop's coming out today. Steve what? said here it's been one way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, silly Friday show here. I see what we're doing now. Let's hear from Kim McNeil. They picked her last. This year they're picking her second. Let's hear uh, some of her comments today, Shirley, as we heard from Coach McNeil at ECU Women's Basketball Media Day. Thank you all for being here uh, this afternoon. It's an exciting time here at ECU for women's basketball. Um, obviously, we had an unbelievable season last year, probably a season that will be unforgettable, um, but it is a new season. And so we stopped talking about last year on September 25th, 26th, whatever the first day of practice was, um, because it is a new team, it is a new season. But I'm extremely proud of this team and of this program and what we've been able to do um, these last four years. And then we've really gotten the program to where we can be considered um, a real opponent. You know, in the past, people would come to Greenville you know, with a check mark beside it as it's, it's an automatic win. And so now we are figuring out how do we play from the top instead of from the bottom. You know, it's a, a new set of challenges. And so we're still learning how to win, um, but we've had some unbelievable practices. There's some times where we look really, really, really good. And then there's some times where we look like we're still trying to figure it out. But obviously having um, all five starters returning and three kids that played some some good minutes and mixing in six kids that you know at times all will play I think at least four or five of them will get substantial minutes for us this year um, is the most depth that I've had since I've been at East Carolina and they are making it extremely hard on me when it comes down to minutes um, who's going to start but that's obviously a coach's dream and you know for me my goal is to always look down at the, end of, at the stat sheet at the end of the game and have four or five kids in double figures, and I truly think we can do that this year. You know, last year we depended on Danae and Amaya Joyner um, heavily for a lot of scoring. I think this year we have kids that can take some of that pressure off of them, but they're still trying to figure out, you know, how do they still get theirs? How do they still, you know, impose their will, you know, on opponents with understanding that there are other young women on the team you know, that can do a lot of great things. So, you know, we have an unbelievable schedule this year. I mean, last year we kind of dummied it down a little bit because I felt like we needed to teach these kids how to win. And with this being the best team that we have had thus far um, since I've been here, we upped it a little bit, you know, starting off with even our scrimmages. We've got some really tough scrimmages that we're going to go away. We're not doing any scrimmages at home because I feel like we practice at home all the time. we got to get used to winning on the road. You know, going to the Bahamas, playing Ohio State, who's going to be top 10. Seton Hall, who's always extremely scrappy. And then obviously the main one with South Carolina coming back here on, coming here on December 30th. I think it's going to be a non-conference schedule that's going to prepare us for our conference that is extremely tough, but also prepare us for postseason play, where I think we kind of fell short last year. Being in that environment and not playing against that type of team and not understanding what it took in order to be competitive in a game like that. So we've built our non-conference schedule to get us prepared. So extremely happy, you know, we're still doing our practice players of the day. And on any given night, on any given day, I think almost everybody has gotten practice player of the day. 
Um, and there's been days where I could have named seven practice players of the day, um, which is obviously a coach's dream to have kids uh, constantly competing in practice. So I think the girls are excited. We've got our first scrimmage tomorrow where we play against somebody other than ourselves, ourselves and against guys. So we'll see tomorrow, you know, what we're truly made of. All right, Kim McNeil uh, referring to a, an exhibition game uh, coming up. So they are playing super secret scrimmages, just like the men, and kind of a new challenge. And Patrick Mason kind of took the question I wanted to ask regarding being picked second uh, rather than last, like they were a year ago. And uh, I think you'll hear that and one of my questions here. Cut uh, hit part two, Kim McNeil, from earlier today, Shirley. Um, you know, last year you guys, I feel like you used a lot of motivation just kind of being picked where you were. And you mentioned at the top, you know, you guys are predicted to finish, you know, near the top. So what sort of lessons that you guys learned last year apply to this year in, in that sense? Yeah, so at the end of the season, we had our end of the year meetings and all the girls were extremely disappointed about how we performed in the NCAA tournament. Um, I think leading up to that week, it was just excited to be there. You know, we're, we're in postseason play. And they did not understand the preparation that it took to be competitive in that type of environment. And for me, I'm all about, you know, you practice the way you play the way you practice. And it all starts in practice. And we were too up and down in practice last year. Like, we just didn't have enough good practices. So this year, our goal has been to be more consistent in practice. You know, I'm not a believer that when the lights come on, you you perform. Like, you got to train your mind and your body to play a certain way. So that's where we are right now is stringing together more consistent practices, and we've done that. I mean, there's been times where we've put together – we don't practice any more than three days in a row, where we've put three good practices together, and that's, that's a huge jump from what we did last year. How has Amaya improved her game and, and also off the court just maturing? How has her uh, offseason been? Yeah, Amaya, um, when you see her today, you see her body has changed. Um, she looks taller to me. She's stronger. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just her maturity level off the court and on the court. If you would open practice last Saturday, you see she has a different demeanor about her. You know, she's more focused. She's more locked in. She's not allowing, you know, a missed layup or a bad pass to just totally, you know, frustrate her. Um, I had so many people come up to me on Saturday and say, wow, like she's really, really matured. And that, that's always been my goal for her. We all know she's a talent on the court. You know, but it was getting her to mature, you know, as an individual, I think, would really elevate her game. And I think it has done that. She's just a, a very selfless player. And I think even more this year in practice, she's being too selfless. And so I'm trying to get her to understand, yeah, we, we have the twins and all that, but I still want her to be her. You know, I want her to impose her will and, and to score the basketball. So she's still trying to figure that piece out. Last year, you were a great defensive team, and you said your opening statement this year. You have more offensive weapons, and we want to try to integrate that. So how do you, this year, integrate those offensive weapons while keeping the great defense as you played last year? Yeah, that defense won't change. Um, that, that will always be our identity. That will always be what we hang our hats on. Um, you know, I just feel like the better defense that we have and the more turnovers we're able to force and get out in transition, um, the better we'll be offensively. Um, we've still put in tremendous um, efforts in practice on defense. Um, I just think we have more kids that just can naturally score the ball. Um, and so, 
you know, we talked about having four or five kids in double figures. Um, I think we can have that. I think on any given night, uh, Danae could lead us in scoring. Um, Mama could lead us in scoring. Micah, one of the twins, anybody can lead us in scoring. And so I think we'll be a much more exciting team to watch on the offensive end of the floor. Um, my goal is to average in the high 70s and still keeping our opponents in the 50s, the, the mid to low 50s. If we do that, we'll win a lot more games than we'll lose. But nothing changes with us. Our identity will always be defense, and they understand that. You guys played a lot of freshmen last year, and you know they, they found some success. Um, I guess what effect do you think that will have for them this year? And also just do you think you kind of figured out the blueprint for the incoming freshmen, just kind of see how, how these sophomores now handle what they did last year? Yeah, I'm never against playing freshmen. You know, I think if our freshmen are able to play, we've done a pretty good job in recruiting. Um, and so – Definitely the experience that Amaya got and Bobby got um, last year will definitely help them this year. Um, we have another outstanding freshman class that, you know, is definitely keeping our upperclassmen on their heels um, because they're pushing them every single day in practice. And, you know, with Karina and Kaya, they bring an element that we haven't had offensively, and that's the ability to shoot the ball. I mean, both of them can shoot the three very, very well, so obviously we need that. Um, and then Jay Tillman, she just she's just a tough, hard-nosed kid that's going to help us on the boards, and, and Jaden gives us size. So those kids will come in, and they'll push for some playing time, and quite frankly, we need them to play. You know, I, I want depth. I want to be able to sub kids in and out um, and not lose a lot, and, and that's what we've been able to do in practice. So you'll see a lot of freshmen on the floor again this year. You seem to be really big on your team getting out in the community. You're at school. How does that stuff kind of translate to, to wins, you know, on and off the court? And, and why is that so important to you and your program? Yeah, I think it just builds character. You know, for we actually left uh, ECU Health this morning, you know, um, promoting breast cancer awareness. And, you know, at least once a week, once every other week, we're out doing something, whether it's at Elmhurst or, you know, just doing a lot of different things. But it just builds character, you know. Our, our young ladies, they're blessed, and so we want to be able to give back to the Greenville community. We want to be able to give back to Pirate Nation, and the, it, whether they want to be or not, they're role models. You know, they're role models for little boys, little girls. Heck, they're, old model, they're role models for older adults as well. So, you know, I want them to be visible. I want them to understand that it's not just about basketball, um, that we're here to serve this community and to serve Pirate Nation. All right, there is part of Kim McNeil and uh, what she had to say earlier today at ECU Women's Basketball Media Day and uh, talked about there at the end uh, how much they do in the community and really uh, enjoyed talking to the girls. You heard us earlier joking around with Micah Dennis, who we uh, are big fans of. Also uh, got to meet the twins uh, today, Talia and Tatiana Weish, and enjoyed talking to them. And uh, maybe we'll hear that before we get out of here on a Friday. But right now, let's take a break. And as we do, Shirley, Let's make somebody a winner and give away a case give it away, of give it Bud away, Light give it away here on a give it free away, give it beer away, give it Friday. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wi-Fi radio, awesome. We'll do 12 at 317-1250. Must be 21 or older. I'll mention that so Shirley doesn't have to. 317-1250. You can be our big winner. We've got more to go. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. And congratulations to Bobby Raspberry of Winterville, who is our big Free Beer Friday winner right here on Pirate Radio Live. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Bobby Raz. Bobby. Bobby Raz. Bobby. Sean is back. What's up, Sean? What's up? By the way, sorry, Bobby, for beating you the other night in sports trivia. Are you really sorry, though? Nope. It was a uh, bit of a side project with Sean, Joey, uh, trivia genius Jake, and newcomer Zach Kaplan from Zach WNCT Kaplan. Channel 9. Who was also that? proved to be quite a genius. He, he was on a roll that He night. knew his Major League Baseball. Yeah, round two was uh, Championship Series, MLB, and uh, he was he was pretty good at that. Yeah. He did make a bad move, though. I saw it, and I asked Chandler later, did, I, did my eyes deceive me or did I really see this? He went up to me to answer a question before talking to his yes, teammates. Yes, he did do that one time. And I prefaced and I said, they, they get on to me about doing this, so try not to do it. He did do it one time, but it's all good. No, it's he, fine. He had an MVP He's a rookie when it comes to sports trivia at AJ's, but he's not a rookie when it comes to sports trivia. I yeah. believe he said that he did it every Wednesday night, I believe he said, in, uh, when he was at Penn State. So, uh, But, yeah, hopefully he keeps coming back. He said he was going to try to come back whenever he doesn't have to work on a Wednesday night. So, uh, yeah, glad to have Zach Kap, uh, Kaplan uh, on our trivia team. And I've been seeing him uh, quite a bit this week. Um, was it, what, three times we've been in the Town Bank Tower this week? Yeah, we have lived in the Town Bank Tower for ECU Midweek Press Conference, Men's Basketball Media Day, and today Women's Basketball Media Day. And ECU Women's Basketball put out some photos from Media Day. And look, this one makes me cry. Look at Micah smiling at me, and I'm smiling at her, and we're sharing a laugh. That is a really good picture. I know. It's so sweet. That is a really good picture. We played our uh, conversation. It's on Twitter? Uh, yeah, with Micah earlier. Um, she's the best. Wishing her the best of luck today. And uh, got to know the twins, Talia and Tatiana Weish, transferring in. And uh, they were fun to talk to as well. Shirley, can we hit that interview that I had with the uh, Twins on the Pirates team? All right, Coach. Uh, McNeil referenced the Twins quite a bit, and uh, here they are. And Y'all are certainly Twins. Uh, what was the, the battle like growing up with y'all? I'm sure y'all are best friends and all that, but how about did y'all play against each other at all at times? We started off playing against each other, but my dad eventually had to end it because we're so competitive with each other. So he had to end it because we end up hurting each other every time. It wasn't like really hurting each other. We were just trying to really make each other better. But yeah, we would argue. We would get too aggressive sometimes. <laughs> How neat is it to to play together at this level? I mean, did y'all dr- think about this, dream about this growing up? Yes, for sure. It's amazing. We knew ever since we started taking college 
or basketball serious and we knew that we wanted to go to college, we knew that we were going together. There was no way that we weren't, so it's amazing. Um, before we started playing basketball, we said we were going to live with each other when we were married and stuff, so I knew we was, I knew we was going to college together. Like that was, That's awesome. Uh, why East Carolina? Why Coach McNeil? Why, how did you end up here in Greenville? It's like a second family over here. I knew that since I was moving further from home that I would want to be somewhere where I felt like it was family. It's an amazing group of girls. I love every single one of them, and, yeah, that's really awesome. what made my decision. I can agree with that. It's like second family here. The culture is nothing but family, so. Coach McNeil said she loved y'all. She also said there were days where y'all couldn't stand her. That can't be true, right? Uh, what's, the, what's the relationship like uh, day to day? I always love Coach McNeil. <laughs> You're good playing time. <laughs> Uh, how have y'all enjoyed Grid- uh, Greenville, the city itself, and uh, getting used to it? Um, it's really different because me being from Fort Lauderdale, I'm really from like a city, so it's like it's a lot of things around. But me being this being this being my third year in college, I really calmed down. I don't need much to do, so I'm always home. So I'm okay with the city. <laughs> Maturing. Uh. I'm okay with the city as long as I have food. I'm good. All right. Well, we got plenty of that. Y'all like barbecue and stuff like that. Yes. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Um, how about coming to a team that went to the tournament that has high aspirations? How do y'all kind of integrate with everybody and, and take them to another level? Well, I want to win, so I know they already know how to win. So as long as we could add on to that, then we're good. I just want to add on to what they had last year for sure and make it further in this tournament this year. Y'all play any other sports growing up? I played soccer growing up. Mm. I was the manager. I didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good deal. What do y'all do in your spare time? Sounds like you're, I'm not going to say old woman now, but you said you like to just kind of chill, right? Yeah, I, def- I definitely <laughs> just relax. Yeah. I'm, if I'm not in the gym or in class, I'm just home. <laughs> Homebody. How about you? Same. All right, Talia and Tatiana Weish, they were really cool, fun to talk to. And all these girls were cool. Sania Johnson talking to her, Chandler. I know you talked to Amaya and uh, some others. And I love the uh, the roster Kim McNeil has put together. Very polite and uh, very easy and fun to talk to. Yeah, and just like the men's basketball team, a lot of familiar faces returning yeah. from, that, from that team from last year. So very excited to see what these girls can do. And um, even with the familiar faces, there's some newcomers uh, with the twins, just for example. So um, very excited about uh, this team. And um, we're excited to see how they handled the – I guess the the hype, the preseason yeah. hype, uh, being picked number two in the conference preseason after being picked uh, last last year. So, um, yeah, very excited about ACU women's hoops uh, along with the men. So uh, it was great talking to them today at ECU Women's Media Day. I was going to ask something about that, but I think Scoot Magoot, Scoots Magoot's got it before I could. Scooter, where he asked about, he mentioned Mike uh, Schwartz building a program, returners, and Kim McNeil having returners. Uh, not only are we collectively picked probably higher than we ever have second for the women fifth for the men but as far as returners go like you compare them to other schools our our men's and women's basketball team if you were a fan last year you are going to recognize uh just about everybody uh plus some new faces not a ton of subtractions and uh and that is a very good thing so especially in today's world of college basketball i mean and then the additions with all right men's basketball with bobby pettiford who was at kansas 
and then Cam Hayes, who started his career at NC State, went to LSU. And then for the women, um, you've got some newcomers, that just just like those twins. The twins came from, what, Florida mm-hmm. or somewhere like that? So, um, yeah, I mean, they're doing a great job of retaining the players that have made them successful and then adding on to the roster. So very excited for ECU hoops when it comes to men's and women's. All right, let's, uh, let's do a quick look at the National Day calendar, see what's going on today. Haven't done this uh, in a few days. It is International Mastocytosis and Mast Cell Disease Awareness Day. So is that cancer of some sort? Um, This International Day sheds a light on a disease where specific immune cells, also called mast cells, build up under skin, bones, intestines, and organs, causing abnormal growth. Today, let's show our support for patients who suffer from the disease and the people who care for them. All right. Nice. Nice. It is also National Chicken and Waffles Day. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Now that's more my speed. How do y'all feel about chicken and waffles? I like them separately. I need a- I, you know, it's kind of fun to get and order, but I'm kind of with you, Shirley. I kind of, I love waffles. I love chicken. I don't know if I love them together. I need you know to go back some- to Nash because I messed up in getting, I got chicken and waffles, but the spicy kind, so I didn't, yeah. that was even another layer of things that it's good, but can't go together, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those weird people. I like peanut butter. I like jelly, but I do not like them together. Okay, that is weird. <laughs> that is interesting. That is very interesting. Uh, how about you, Chandler? Um, I've had it before. It's been a long time. Um, <coughs> it's been a long time. But like looking at that right there on the screen, oh yeah, looks I, really I would devour that. So uh, if I'm giving you waffles slash pancakes slash French toast, what meat are you asking for with it? I'll answer first. Sausage, sausage. links. Yeah, yeah. Links or patty? Uh, links. Links. Give me the links. I'll, I'll I'll cut up a little bit of the link, get a little bit of the waffle slash pancake slash French toast, have it all in one bite with syrup. Mm. Magnifica. So you get an all-star special and they make you choose between bacon, ham, and sausage. You guys choose sausage? If it's... Probably so. If it's... Uh, yeah. Because I like my bacon, uh, like bacon. Yeah, a little I less bacon. crispy, and I feel like those places make it really crispy, so... I would go sausage probably. Your bacon? Yeah. If I have to go out of the three, yeah, bacon. You know what I like? And I'll add in there country ham. Okay. I like country ham. Yeah, that ain't bad at all. Shirley, if I'm giving you waffles, what meat do you want with it? Bacon. Bacon. All right. It is International Day of the Air Traffic Controller. If there's a interesting an air traffic controller in your life, please hug them today and wish them a happy International Day of the Air Traffic Controller. Um, a very heroic line of work. We don't think about them, but they are keeping our skies safe. Uh, yes, they are. Can you imagine all the planes above us right now? It's crazy to and think about. And they're being man. talked to to yeah. from these people. Watch out! You've got a plane 500 miles away from you. Don't hit it. That's pretty much what they. You know do, what right? was crazy when I was uh, going to Houston, me and my dad were flying, and I look out, and this is about close to landing in Houston, but I looked out, and there was a plane. I looked, and there was a plane that was at lower elevation than us, and I mean, it was zooming, and it was kind of weird to see. I was like, should that happen? Should we be like kind of near another plane? Yeah. So, if you um, creepy, I I know that he's well i don't know if he's still canceled but was canceled at one point but the comedian louis ck 
has a, a a bit where he talks about a flight that he took that you could actually plug in your headphones and hear the traffic controllers talk to the pilots. And he talks about this one particular flight that he took, and the pilot was freaking out because the gas gauge wasn't working on the plane, hmm. and he didn't know how much uh, wow. fuel he had, hmm. and he had to land in uh, a I guess it was a storm or whatnot, but the storm had shut down the airport and the traffic controller kept telling him, telling the pilot that he could not land the plane because there was nobody to help him land the plane in the dark yeah it was in the dark and uh and so he goes through if you get a chance to go back if you can find it on youtube or somewhere you might be able to find it if you can handle the language because it's is pretty foul language but it is hysterically funny where he talks about this very unimpressed and very just fine you can land the plane I mean, it's basically like that, and it's it's hilarious. Now, I would not have wanted to be on that flight if I, oh you God. know, if that story yeah. was actually true. But I would have probably wet the bed. Yeah, Tyler is a fan of chicken and waffles together with spicy honey. Eric says peanut butter and chocolate top five combo of all time. Chris said the chickenators at Chef's Delight at the State Fair is amazing. Split honey bun with chicken tenders cheese and honey had it yesterday god no, that's cardiac arrest in one meal what in the world oh my god i, tell you, I, I mean, do like the i was uh, fine spicy until he said honey, honey and i was like mm. hmm. spicy chicken honey biscuit mm-hmm. i had one of those from a biscuit non greenville. uh non-advertiser advertiser in greenville no free ads oh yeah no free ads yeah you've been killing the free ads yeah today, you have man. been killing it you're like a nascar driver over there you got a I lot of sponsors another company too. yeah yeah, that place right over there. You said you just said that place. What Nash? Yeah, uh, uh, they are a sponsor, by the way, of the High School Huddle. Of course they are. I know that, but okay, this is not that checking. show. I was just checking. <laughs> I, I did not know if you were aware. Surely I know everything, and when I don't, I pretend like I did. <laughs> uh, Chris said the Cuban rolls are really good as well. Now, what's in a Cuban roll? Can't say that I know what a Cuban roll. I remember when Kramer had the Cubans rolling uh, cigars. Oh, that's hilarious! On Seinfeld. Uh, let's see. Chad said the bacon better be crispy. No limp bacon. I feel like I'm one um, of the only I'm, limp bacon people. Nope, you're not the only one. I love limp bacon. Team limp bacon. I, I don't like calling it limp bacon. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, my biscuit. My oh, you biscuit like your bacon hard. hard and stiff? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, want, I don't want my bit i don't want my biscuits hard i want them limp limp, limp bacon bis- limp biscuit. oh you're doing a limp biscuit joke all right fair enough oh hold on one second Eric said, soggy you- bacon is downright atrocious if by atrocious you mean awesome yeah i agree i love i call it i don't I call it cooked. i don't call it uh limp bacon i call it chewy bacon because you it's a little chewy i like a little crunch I do not I, like. To me, that's overcooked. I agree. It's got a burnt taste to it. No, no, There's no flavor burn it. to it, there, it because you've cooked all the flavor out exactly. of it. Exactly. What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> me and Shirley have never agreed on something that I've been more like passionate about. <laughs> yeah, you just threw yeah, something. we rarely, because, yeah, let's go. We'll, I keep we'll agree to say on something, something. And, but she says it before I can say it. I'm just like, yeah, I don't like speak. 
See, talk about it. My biggest yes, thing, queen. My biggest thing with limp bacon is when you take a bite into a bacon cheeseburger and then that bacon, the whole strip of bacon comes out. Rip it oh, off. Oh, that like is a, a great. Like a Neanderthal. Bite into oh. it. To me, Rip that's, it. that's the reward of biting into a cheeseburger and having that thing come right on out. You're like, ooh, Wait, that's bacon, extra for my bite. Up, now you got a messed up burger and we, you got to come in there and do surgery on it. Oh, we I are the superior right beings. Through. Show that pig who's boss. Humans are. <laughs> Ripping it apart. You show that turd who's boss in there. What movie is that from? That's oh. right. You show that turd who's boss. Oh, man. I've heard that before. <laughs> Tom Arnold is saying it. Tom Arnold? In the stall. To the stall next to him. Nah. That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss in there. God, what is that movie? <laughs> Uh, Tell me. It's one of the uh, Austin Powers movies. Oh. Who does number two, two walk, walk for? for? Who, Who does, does number two, two walk for? All right. Uh, let's see. Anything else? We got International Chefs Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. National Youth Confidence Day. Let's, let's uh, give the youth some confidence today. Who's the best chef at Pirate Radio? I would say you. The, I've the, never had any the, of the crab legs you sent me last night were. Uh, those really aren't hard to cook, though. Well, I guess I, you brought I would up, have to say Clip you just like because. Clip now, Clip, bit, I feel like Clip you got more intricate. His sausage balls meals. are pretty good. His, his <laughs> sausage balls are really good. And then, that chicken and peas you brought in not too long dude, ago? I just bring a lot, in a lot of combos. A lot of the leftovers good. he brings in, it like it's usually smacking. on a Monday and we're producing the Brian Bailey show. The leftovers he brings in smells so good. That's what I'm saying. It smells so good. It sounds like Joey wants to have a cook-off. I do. I kind of want to. I'm kind of setting it up right now. Yeah. Uh, as long as I can have an air fryer, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, of course. You can cook anything however you want. I feel like we got to oh get two gosh. judges. Oh, my gosh. I discovered the cook joy the of cooking pizza rolls in an air fryer. And <laughs> let me tell like... you something. It is. Well, because I don't have an air fryer. And my nephew has one, and he invited me over to watch a game. And he said, "Hey, I'm going to cook some pizza rolls. You want some?" I said, "Yeah, sure." So he pizza cooks rolls. it. He cooks them in the air fryer, and I'm like, "These are really good." I put everything in the air fryer. Uh, it is. I, like I guess I need magical. to get one now. I remember when my mom first got an air fryer. She told me she was going to cook a steak in it, mm. and I got so mad at her, and I said, "No." <laughs> Don't cook. If I want a steak, I want it to be cooked right. I don't want it. The air fryer is going to mess it up. Yeah. It was the best steak I ever had. The <laughs> best one ever. If, if anybody were to come up to me and say, what is the best steak you ever had? That's the first thing I'll think of is that air fryer steak. steak in the air fryer. I feel like that's doing was and the I've meat wrong. I've messed it up before and it's like super chewy, but I've done it right a couple times and it's it's almost grill worthy. Yeah. It's almost grill worthy. Really? Almost. Yeah. Wow. You got to do it right. All right. Um, Eric said the air fryer was one thing I thought was so overrated until I got one. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, Chad says, let's have a cook-off. Listeners be the judges. I will offer my fat guy talents. All right. If we do that, Chad, you are in chair one at the guest table. We got to take a break. It is National Brandied Fruit Day. Brandy. You're a fine girl. Such a fine girl. What a fine wife. You would be such a fine girl. National Mammography Day. Mammography. Mammography. National Get Smart About Credit Day. Need to jump on that one. There you go. Your National Day calendar. We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. They can't take away. 
It's been one week since you looked at me Got your head to the side and said I'm angry Five days until after me Saying get back to you and come back and see me you're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They are open every day and have two locations in Bethel and Highway. 11 and in Stokes and Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brand. Alright. Eric just got to freeboot, he says on YouTube. Says the attendance is a little on the low side, to say the least. People probably got scared earlier with some of the weather that came in, but um it's a go uh rain or shine first rain of or all shine, yes and uh i got a feeling that some people may wait till a little bit later just to kind of wait out and make sure that nothing else is coming our way but and as far as i could tell i didn't see any other weather related information it was just this one little band that was coming through i don't think anything else is coming through but i haven't checked in the last couple of minutes but well, there'll be another band out there surely they'll be playing music <laughs> I, I saw, I, yeah, I saw that coming. That thing had headlights on it. <laughs> Speaking of headlights, uh, we'll move on. Um, Hello. I don't know. Fifty-two percent chance uh, later tonight, around eight o'clock. Maybe it'll stay away, and uh, people can enjoy some the stylings of Sean Kingston. Going to beautiful girl. You have me suicidal, suicidal when you say it's over. So, how old do you think Sean Kingston is right now? Probably 38. 49. Right. He is 33. And I was like, whoa. How? So, he was so like... So, he had to have been like 15? He was like 17 when uh 16, came out with that 17? song. Yeah. Uh, Man. I never knew that. You know what I also forget? People forget. Is that like... Taylor Swift's like thirty-three. She she was sixteen when you know. Yeah, because she was the cheer captain and Taylor Swift was on the bleachers. Yeah, and then like uh, Chris Brown was young. Probably shouldn't mention his name. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're big fans of Louis C.K., Chris Brown, uh, Kevin Spacey, Big Spacey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, who's the first one of us that gets canceled you yeah what are you gonna do i mean nothing i feel like if you do it it would be an accident oh because you are complete accident you are like you are got a great heart great heart gotta get gotta get heart (laughs) he's gonna get heart he's gonna hard news heart (laughs) but you would you would make a mistake you didn't even know you made or people would just take it out of context and they would just assume well that's what people say when they say something bad you took that out of context yeah that's not what i meant (laughs) (laughs) that is not me that's totally not me those words and those actions are not me that's not who i am that's not the kind of person i am i'm gonna have to put out a stupid apology letter that everybody has to do 
Congratulations to Bobby Raspberry being our Bud Light winner. Bobby! Eric said, this Bud Light beer truck they got out here is top-notch. Flat screens and everything. That right. sounds pretty cool. That sun's coming out a little bit. Guns and, coming uh, out a little bit. Eric, grab your Koa, man. I think I might walk over there for a little bit. Tyler says, clip gets canceled first. Yeah, it's Brandon. It's Brandon. All right, we'll take our final break. Come back, wrap it up here on a Friday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Quickly, uh, the Dow was down 286 points and finished the week at 33,127. The NASDAQ is down 202 points at 12,983. S&P closed out down 53 at 4,224. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Clip. All right, wrapping it up. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Joey, see y'all tomorrow. Chan, you'll be uh, out at the tailgate tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be out there and riding the golf cart around and also hanging out at the Pirate Radio tailgate zone. So. Well, have fun. Yeah, Maybe man. we'll uh, talk to you via Halloween Express live line. Sounds good. We'll talk to you at 10 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. So uh, get up with us and hang out with us early tomorrow morning. Uh, Chat gang, we'll talk to y'all. We'll see you uh, Saturday at 10 and Monday at 3 on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. ECU Hall of Famer, Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.